0: everyone. Welcome back to another quarantine episode before the Fear of Silence. This is Marcel. So uh, Q. Good man. So why we decided to make this episode was essentially we all agreed that the podcast is our preferred form of communication. Um, some people take to different social media apps. But we're lucky enough to have a platform, regardless of how many people listen, like there are people that tune in to us on a regular basis. Thus, we felt because of the times that we're in um and the events of this past week, we decided to just come together to make sure that at least for all of us, this is a little cathartic in terms of just like allowing us as a collective to just voice our opinions on the things that are happening, the feelings that we're feeling. And hopefully, this in some way to our listeners helps them maybe process some of the emotions that they're feeling, maybe get some answers to possibly some questions that they have. And on top of that, if you guys ever want to reach out to us, we're always here. We may not have the right answer, but we can definitely lend a listening ear, lend an ear to listen. Um, So with that, I just wanted everyone to check in just so we know how everyone's doing and like or even if it's just like a couple of words and then we can like dive deeper in but just like how have you felt surviving this last week I can throw I guess,
1: it. I, I guess I'll go first it's, you know everybody's got to play for a second um personally I I feel good I'm okay um but in terms of how I feel about the last month even a couple of months about how things are going on. I feel sick. I feel upset. Just, I don't feel great whatsoever. I don't know if just the, the energy of all the shit that's been going on has spilled over into Canada, which splashes over on us and then spilled back into the States it has just made me sick. It just, it's just not a good time. Um, yeah, because I feel like as we always say to each other, yeah, we're good. We're we're cool for the most part, all things considering. But yeah, that's what I'm saying. Personally, in my life, like in my in my immediate surroundings, I'm okay. I'm cool. I'm chilling. I'm good. But when I start reflecting on, uh, when I look outwards and I start reflecting on like what's going on, and then I feel sick. So yeah, we'll go into it later on. But yeah, that's just my quick take i don't Um, know yeah
2: well yeah i'm also disgusted by like kind of what what i'm seeing but um i i also want to kind of celebrate the fact that for the first time i kind of see a catalyst of change being introduced like there, there is there's definitely an opportunity for once there's like a unified voice and so i i think if there was ever a time to capitalize on that this would be that time so uh i see i see this as a moment of kind of reflection and seeing how we can change systematic oppression so i'm very i'm very wary of like the steps going forward but uh so i'm feeling right now
3: yeah and uh i mean you guys both said like really good points i think uh to Jalen's point or Jalen's thought of of the i'm okay yeah like i'm okay uh I definitely have been like in in our private chats a little bit more vocal about needing some time and some and not really feeling up to recording some episodes and those kind of things. And I definitely have been wavering back and forth. Um, I mean, it's no surprise, obviously, talked about multiple times, but like not having my girl around has always has affected me a lot. And uh, I I don't know. It's interesting to be like uh, someone who is not alone. Obviously, I don't live by myself um however it's like when you're meeting needing that company of a certain person that you can't really get and especially with the way things are going on um you don't even like i don't even know when i'm gonna be able to kind of get that and, and see this person so uh it's definitely been up and down and, and then on top of that i think fear i, I definitely tweeted that i've been starting to use my twitter a little bit more for like little thoughts and shit because no one really follows me there so Um, I realized kind of in the last month or so how much like fear takes over a lot of the decisions I make um, and a lot of the choices I've made in the past and some of the choices I've made during this quarantine even Uh, and just trying to, you know, move in a way where I don't let that stop me from doing things I want to do or don't let that override my common sense or allow me to kind of have these thoughts and ideas um, permeate and build inside of me just because of fear of whatever i think might happen uh so yeah that's definitely been crazy and then obviously we'll get into it but within the last week or so and with all this growing i think again like fear has just been everywhere um you're seeing i'm seeing a lot of things that um are good things and to matt's point i do think that there's some positives here and i'd love to talk about the positives at some point in this conversation as well but at the same time, there's a lot of negatives, and there's a lot of, I, and I, I'll get into it again, like with more of my spot, but there's a lot of eye opening activities and things going on that, are, that I'm going to be put in. I feel like a position um, that I've never been put in before. Uh, and I'm not really looking forward to that.
0: Mm-hmm. Uh, it's weird. This is horrible to say, but like, I feel a little desensitized. And this is not a good place to be in. Um, and it's weird because I think I first noticed it when Kobe passed because, like, I learned I was, it was like a Sunday. I was having brunch, and then someone saw it on their phone and then felt the need to just blurt it out. Looking back on it, I was like, that's really not necessary. You should really prep people before you do that. But then they are like, Kobe passed. And then, like, they told the waiter, and it's just like, Okay. So we talked about it for two minutes and then we kept on eating. And then someone brought up, was like, should we have just moved on from that so quickly? And I was like, well, fuck, like, am I just so used to people that I know passing that I'm just like, shit. Okay. I don't even ask how I'm just like, okay, he's gone. And then like, you just kind of move on. So it has infected me as much as it did. Like, Oh wait, with Ferguson, that I think was like, for me, like a giant like, there was a reason for me to act. Like, it was like, okay, cool. All right. This battle's still out there. You know what I mean? It's just been quiet for a while, but, like, niggas are still trying to kill us. So, we need to make sure that we know what's up. But then, I think that was 08. And then, so, it's been, what, 12 years? And it's just still the same thing. They're just recording it and still getting away with it. So, yeah, a little desensitized and a little confused. I, I think I know that I'm gifted in the ability to understand things, whether it be like emotions or math or whatever. Like I have a pretty good understanding of how things work when explained to me, but there's some things that I just keep on seeing that I just can't understand. And this is one of those things. Like I just can't wrap my head around hating for the sake of hating. Like I just, I just can't, I can't see it. I don't, I don't, I don't know how to process it. So that frightens me a little bit. Cause I'm just like, you're doing something that's just so illogical to like my like way of thinking because I'm just, I just can't understand you. And if I can't understand you, how do I move forward with you? So that's where, that's where I'm at. So you guys brought up like the positives that like, I'm feel, I I'm okay starting there. If Matt, you want to start with some of the positives that you're seeing and then we can like move on to other things.
2: Yeah. I mean, definitely from, um, I mean, it's a horrible situation to be in, but if I look at from Ferguson till now, from till to like George Floyd, how many people have died at the hands of like police brutality? I, I've i never felt like a need to like voice my opinion or retweet or or kind of show what's going on because I never saw an avenue of change really presenting itself. Um, sure, there's been public outrage. There's been like, yeah, we want the names of the officers, but I've never seen Anything that lasted more than like a day or two, or even a couple hours, Um, there's usually something else just takes precedence. But uh, for the first time, like we've seen in Minnesota, like there's huge, huge, huge outrage, and it's spreading, and it's uh, it's gotten past that. It's going to Atlanta. Um, There was even a protest down at Christie Pitts the other day uh, here in Toronto, and so I think I think uh, for the first time ever, there's going to be Huge repercussions if if the problem is kind of not rectified or if there's not movement towards uh, a better system of things. But that's just my opinion on the matter. I think it even came to light when I saw Q uh, post his story um, that yeah the outrage is real. Like the frustration has kind of reached a boiling point. So that's why I think it's that's the positives that I could take from the situation.
3: Yeah, and I'll jump off that point too in terms of positives. I think. You know, there's a lot of people right now who maybe in the past, myself included, weren't really the most vocal people about these things. Um, I think there's a lot of different situations that all four of us have been in, uh, in which we may have decided to sweep under the rug or like Michelle was saying the word desensitized i've had that flying around a lot in a couple conversations that i've had or we just see it as the norm and we kind of just continue to move forward um i've definitely never been the most vocal person or putting my hand up as someone who like needs help or wants to talk to people or things like that so for me, that post was like kind of a lot like I, I had to get to a point to get there. And and it took a little while for me to get there. And um, I was I was at first just a repost person. And then once I and, and that's one thing I was I'm going to get into kind of when we kind of break down deeper. But I think it's, it's just positive in terms of seeing all these things that like, hey, these are where you can donate money. Here's where you can kind of see who's doing things for you. Um, and seeing the positive sides of the friends that I have in my circles, the the people who didn't need to wait to post, the people who, um, and, and we'll get into the posting part of it. I do think posting uh, without action is a waste of your energy, but I, I, uh, I don't want to condemn someone who chooses to just share it that way, but uh, there are actions that we can do beyond just posting on your story. Uh, but I understand like, where that could be seen as a positive in my idea in my sense we're like okay you understand that there's an issue here at least you're presenting it like you understand so i'm going to assume you understand um and we can always dive deeper into that but i just think there's some positive messages out there there's a lot of people who are showing that they are here for the fight um and i think to matt's point we're waking some people up that um i don't think we're awake in in terms of um Not necessarily being woke or anything like that, but just in the sense of they weren't realizing kind of what they, with the power they all have. And I think that's one thing I've seen different um, in this protest and 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 with this movement that um, it has seemed to be reignited from those Ferguson's and from those other times that um, people that aren't of color have seemed to come to the forefront in this one unlike I've ever seen in some other points, so that's definitely a positive. Definitely.
0: Jalen, do you have anything you want to add?
1: Um, in terms of positivity? Yeah. Um, I guess it's good that the uh, sentiment of Black Lives Matter is... Is um, it's in the uh, the zeitgeist again. I guess that's that would be the positive. I just don't appreciate the fact that someone had to die for it to be put yeah. out there again. But then my mind goes to a very odd place because I just read an article too that the police officer actually may have known him, which. What I think he may have known him, I think he did know him because apparently they actually worked at a nightclub for a year, over a year. Apparently, the police officer actually did security there. I think I think for over sixteen years, George Floyd did um, part-time security there for a year. So it's just it's just starting to read things. It just starts to get really odd. So I don't know. I like. I figured i'd let you guys talk a little bit more before i, I give my whole <laughs> spew vomit of information of like of why i feel so sick because i'm still trying to unpack it myself as to like why i feel so sick of the situation um i don't know if you, if you, if you guys want to pick
0: it up and, yeah okay and Thank steer you. It. um yeah, I was gonna say I I Googled Ferguson was 2014. I have the internet, I should be getting this shit right. <laughs> um, still it's, it's enough time. 2014 is a long time ago. Yeah. Um yeah, I like what you said, Jalen. Like I I'm glad we're talking about it, but it's not it's a reactionary, it's not preventative, right? Like it's yeah, oh, because of the, because this happened, we are now doing this versus Hey this has happened before let's not allow this to happen again or put like yeah. things in place so it minimizes it and i think it's the fact that like it was like within this week and like i was just there's so much that happened within this last week and it's just like are we even minimizing it or are they just we're just deliberating over things that we can see on video cuz like yeah. if if it's not on video then it just goes through the regular channels that it goes through and then nothing really comes of it I'm struggling personally at this point to see any positives. Like, I'm glad we're rallying together, but maybe we should have been doing that. So I'm not really yeah. good. I don't like it's – like, it's, it's, to me, it's like a participation trophy. I'm like, bro, if you could have gotten first place if you just played the sport hard. You know what I mean? Like, <laughs> we all could have been winning, but everyone's just participating because something happened. Yeah. But, like, I love we'll, – and we'll get into how great that is. I think it's just, like, at the moment how I feel is just – Like, I don't know, they're they're uh, consolation prizes. Like, the real prize is, you know, people not dying. And I guess, like, we got to settle with people being aware that people are dying. Yeah. All right, okay.
1: Like, I don't know. Like, I'm just thinking, like, people are saying, like, Black Lives Matter because someone uh, was murdered. But, like, I feel like it just, I don't think people are really taking in, like, how fucked up like black people are have been getting hit as of late because i even in like a week ago or two weeks ago just looking back just a couple weeks ago we have doja cat doing some fuck shit and then and slinging like nigger right she's slinging that around and then saying like oh no it's not sexual play it's not anything i was just drunk like i know like i don't believe you can blame it on alcohol like you you are who you are deep down And like, i think it, i think alcohol just amplifies you know how you're feeling in a, in a particular time in a par- particular space in time so like i wasn't buying it at all and then and her identifying herself as and really outlining like I'm South African, like that's supposed to mean anything. Cause I was just even thinking myself too, I'm like, you know where you come from, but most um most African most Americans that are black, right? Because they identify because the label is African American, don't actually know where they come from. So in terms of George Floyd's case or anybody or any black man or any black person in general, if they're persecuted in any way, they either die or go to jail because there's nowhere to send them. And just, it just, it just feels like those type of people like Doja Cat, which, which is even more disappointing because I actually used to enjoy her music way back when. And I thought she was like a decent person until this point, which got me even just made me even more sick of her when she responded and did her uh apology it just um it just goes to show that like those type of people like they have their own agenda they're going to protect their own name and it just and it's like i don't think like the the saying as like all, um not all your skin folk is kinfolk uh-huh. i think her was an example of it if you look if you look if you really look at it from a different angle and then Joe Biden just saying how, hey, if you don't vote for me, uh, you're not black, which just makes me so sick because the guy throws that in our faces, and it's like, well, I yeah, I know he said that, but you know, it's he's Democrat, you know, and we got to say fuck Trump, we can't vote for Trump, so how are we voting for a dude? That you just said that, just questioned our blackness. But we still gonna give him our vote. We're still gonna give him our attention, our energy, and our like, our charisma, and everything holy about us. Even though this dude just like shared, just disrespect disrespected everybody in our face. Yeah, because yeah, the other the alternative is Trump. Like Malcolm X said in himself that like, uh, the Democrats and the and the um, the Republicans, the conservatives and liberals, they ain't good for us like they none both parties aren't are for us you know and even in canada even like in home toronto we voted for a dude that was in blackface 20 years ago
3: well i didn't i didn't vote for him so yeah neither okay, <laughs> okay well, well i voted what? for I I know I know is, your point. I know your point I most know.
1: people vote for him because they didn't want to vote for the conservative
3: yeah
1: like it, we're getting a trend here you know because we cuz we think the alternative is worse like, when we look at it, it's like, oh, 20 years ago. Like, I was a baby back then. But then when we zoom out, it's like, that's, that's yesterday. Mm-hmm. This dude was in blackface, blackface yesterday. And then in Toronto, like, another young dude, young brother, he was gunned down Houdini. And then the next day, uh, apparently a police officer pushed off, um, a girl out the window. pushed a lady out the window regis yeah and they try to like i don't know how the same thing is like north america it feels like north america is moving and just one in one move like it's, i don't know like what is going on right now like i feel like like legit i feel like i'm on house of cards like i feel like i'm one of the civilians watching tv where but like the show is house of cards right now 2020 house of cards where there's some shit going on above us that we don't know and they like, I just feel like I'm getting duped. Like, I feel like I'm getting fed stuff and I'm supposed to just eat it and take it in, and then it's just making me sick. And I don't, but I just keep gobbling up this, like, going up all this uh, media and all this attention and all this stuff. Cause, like, I don't understand how the other day, apparently a woman gets pushed out the window. It's, uh, people are saying it's murder, but they're saying the police are saying it's, they she committed suicide. And then we look across the border on the other side. And, um, a guy gets choked out, but he's like, "No, no, no, he you know he died of a heart attack like that's that's his fault like it's like i'm I'm sick like i like i don't like I don't know if people are really taking this in like it's just like it's I don't know what is going on out here, you know, and I don't know if like the black lives movement is to nudge us to, to vote, Democrat, because like people are really scared of the fact that Trump is gonna win. Like, I don't know like what is going on, but it just I just feel like I'm getting like juked around. Like the police are out there, and now apparently the military is about to go out there, like Jerome just said. Um but like I thought we're supposed to be self-isolating because I thought the coronavirus was the most deadliest thing out here in these streets. But then people are just chilling, people are looting you know like it's like i don't know like what's going on like people are looting uh, down south and in, in in all the different parts of the state of the united states and then we and then that energy gets reflected back to canada and then people are looting in montreal like i just i don't know like what is what's happening here but like it's just not happening and then more and more people apparently are just on on uh, social media saying the all life matters movement it's coming back, and I think what's what's the most insane part is that I don't know if we're seeing this movement of people protesting and things happening and things going on. And then you guys said it earlier; it's like, oh, well, it looks like we might actually like turn the corner. We actually might get, we might make this change, like we got the white people on board and we got the like black people on board. And like, it looks like everybody's like on board. Like it looks like we're about to turn the corner and people are about to wake up and realize like this shit is a, is an epidemic of people, of black people getting gunned down. But then I think to myself, we had Barack Obama not too long ago in the office. We had a black man in the office. Right. But Trayvon Martin, like what happened to that? Yo, he's from Chicago, and Chirac was going on while he was in 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 uh, in the White House. Like, so that's why I'm like, I it's hard for me to to look at this and be like, oh, like things are changing. Like I thought we were supposed to be winning like a couple years back, and it's like, yeah, we had it, we had an avatar, we had a symbol, um, we had a black man in the in the house in the White House. But I I don't know about you guys, but I can't remember time I can't remember what he did for black people. The only thing I can remember is Obamacare, and I, I don't know if black people could afford that. So, like, that's why I'm just like, I don't know what the fuck is going on. Like, it's just like, like I'm sick. I'm sick over here. You know, when I when I look at all the shit that's going on, it's just like that's why I say personally I'm chilling because like I look outside the, my window and everything is cool, everything's normal. I can still go to the grocery store, but when I open up, when I turn on my phone. And I was like, oh shit, like, this shit's fucked up out here. (laughs) Like, fuck is going on? And people are saying, like, oh, like, this is it. And then we got, and we're saying these white people are standing up for us and saying, like, Black Lives Matter, but then the white people are looting. Yeah. So that's, I feel like that's just another angle of how, like, black people are getting hit. Because they're going to, because they're going to put it on the black people. Oh, all these people, they don't know what they're doing. They're looting. Like, why would you guys loot? You guys need to sit still. And then we'll persecute uh, the officer. If you guys, you know, sits down, sit down and behave, then we'll do do something about it. Like, shit is backwards out here in these streets. Like, sh- we're like, people keep saying we, we in Black Mirror. Like, pfft, yo, we bite. Like, shit, we bite. like how, yo, like, what is going on like we like I don't know what is going on but something's going on and it's just like like uh, like, shit so much shit is going on like nothing makes sense no more you know I just like that's why I'm just at a loss you know so I'm just gonna be out here worrying about my hi-hats and worrying about making my, my music because like either shit change or shit don't change you know
0: I know. Thanks. Thanks for sharing, man. Yeah. Um, you said a lot. Um, not not to say that it was a. I was just like, where do we go from here? Mm-hmm. Um, I I know.
1: That's what I was saying like before. I word it and then it just came out. It just. Beat no, out no, no.
0: That's, 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 no I, that's what we're doing. This is why yeah, we're doing this.
3: But all yeah, exactly. That's why we're doing it, man. And and like I've known I've known Jalen. I've known you. I've longer than I've known anyone else on this pod, and. One thing I got to say about you that I've, I have I've never really maybe not noticed until we did the podcast or obviously we've we've been closer. We've been farther many different times in our friendship, um, but I just love sometimes hearing your word vomit, bro. Like if, as weird as that sounds like I think you you do a great job of of just articulating kind of your raw emotion. And, and I really appreciate that about you and um, your ability to kind of see things for the way they are without having to, I guess, change your own or put your own spin on things to make yourself feel okay about it. You know what I mean? I think you're doing what you just said there. I want to rewind when this is done and listen to it again. Like I, I really, definitely, you said a lot, but if you missed anything that he said, the way that maybe in the moment right now, we may have missed one or two things that he said, I implore you to press pause. I am you to rewind, and I implore you to listen again. Listen back to what he's saying. Because um, it's important to listen to what we all have to say right now.
0: I don't know. Like, at least uh, me personally, I feel like I talk about race relations all the time on this podcast, and I'll like, ramble on for a couple minutes here and there. So I think, like, my thoughts are recorded and have been listened to. Like, I think this shit is stupid. I think, like, this black and white concept only exists in North America. Like, you go to Europe, there's no such thing as black or white. Like, it's 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 not – it's just manufactured. And I just don't know – like, you have to break everything down. And, like, that's, that's what I see. Like, it's not the laws that are stopping – well, okay, there are obviously in the States there are a lot of laws, but it's not the idea that like they don't, black people do not have the same rights as other people in the country. It's the fact that the perception of black people are different than the perception of other people in the country. And like you, how do you change perception? Like like when MLK and them were fighting, like there were laws that were against them. When, when, when you're attacking like the uh What was it? In the South, um, the laws that, like, for, like, uh, segregation laws and things like that. Jim Crow. So the Jim Crow era and the Jim Crow laws were, like, actual laws that prohibited, like, people of color, black people from doing things and going places and eating things and drinking things and using the washrooms and places and things of that nature. But when those are abolished, you can do by law all the things that other people can do, but, like, you still don't see progression. And... I think it's easy to talk about it, but like, I don't know. One example is like when I went to the States and you go to McDonald's or you're standing in line and you're looking at TSA, it's just like the menial low level jobs are usually held by people of color. And it's like really, it was really staggering for me, even when we were in LA and I'm just like, every time I'm getting served, it seems like I'm getting served by a black person. And if I were to grow up here and I would like, like their their ceiling is just so close to the ground because I'm like, I don't see anything else but this. So how can I imagine things that I've never seen before? So it's it's so like rooted in their culture and in how things work. Like, I don't know how you fix this until you destroy everything, but then like, how do you go about doing that? Um, One point I wanted to bring up is, uh, I was listening to Joe Rogan and someone made a good point and saying how the United States are run by lawyers. Well, and they were speaking of China, and they're run by engineers. So you see how a country can be managed depending on who's running the country. So I think he was talking about an aqueduct in China that went from, like, north to south, and it's just, like, pumping water somewhere. And I was like, we're looking at the crosstown LRT on Eglinton and how it's taken, like, 10,001 years to finish. And I'm like, this is... It, when you look at like who runs the country and what matters to them, that is put at the forefront. So if nothing is happening, it's like Flint, Michigan, still doesn't have clean water. Like when when you look at these stories and you're just like, they do not give a fuck. So why are you surprised when they don't give a fuck? They don't care. So yeah. and I I don't know a way around. Jalen brought up Obama. Like I don't know a way around. I clearly cannot see a path way around getting through the system if the system is not built for you. And then yeah. where do you go if you have no home but the home that you're in? Yeah. Jalen exactly. brought up, like, you can't send them anywhere. That's the problem because they're there. Like, I brought it up last time. But, like, at least – this is going to sound horrible. But, like, at least when the Jews are being persecuted, like, in Germany, they gave them Jerusalem. And But then there's Palestine. There's all that problem obviously that occurred because of it but they gave them some place and they were like okay everyone go there at least you did something because if the jewish people had to stay in germany after world war ii what does that look like that is the states because they stayed there after they were freed as slaves where do you go if this is all you know and you don't have the rights and the people literally think you're scum i don't know where you go i don't know what you do and i don't know what you think there are people that make it sure but then to what extent like you can't, you can't. To add people. on
1: your, to add on to your point with the with the Jewish thing, like not even to 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 speak ill about them and their hardships and stuff like that, but like how is America sending them loads and loads of money, right, because of the, what they went through? But then black people can't get reparations for slavery.
0: But then it's also the education that they're given. Even if you give, like, there's that. I hate quoting. I hate referencing Dave Chappelle because I know people. It's a, people, like it's a joke at the end. It's of, yeah. a joke, but yeah. then like there's the truth to it. it. It's yeah. the yeah. Like I think, well, as a black person, when you watch Dave Chappelle skits, it's not just funny. It's like this guy's a genius for like weaving these tales, and,
3: that, and that's why he left because it. Listening to Dave Chappelle jokes as a black person hits different, right? Because there's always some funniness in the truth of what he's saying. Uh-huh. And I think that's why, like, sorry not to cut you off, but why Dave Chappelle even left and stopped making those is because when he looked around and he saw it was in the room and how much they were laughing at the jokes and how much he realized these people don't get it. Mm -hmm. Like, this is funny because of of what I'm trying to, but the bigger picture, but people were looking at it for what it was face value. Yeah, Like the white family being called nigger, like the last name being niggers and the niggers and this and that. He was basically showing like, hey, this is a word. And look how, look, if I change this word to be something else, it's funny.
0: Uh-huh.
3: Because it's just a word. But that's what, as black people, we can look at it and say, oh, this is hilarious because like, this is how stupid these people are. That they believe, like they look at this thing as like this crazy thing. This is how like ridiculous it is. But then they're laughing at it because they're like, ha, white people that are getting called the N-word. That's hilarious. Like, Right. You know what I mean. So, yeah. th- sorry, not to cut you off, but to to strengthen that Dave Chappelle point, like it's a different world when you're listening to it versus some other cultures, right?
0: Yeah. And the skit I was going to reference was what Jalen was talking about, the reparations one, where like they just like they were just fanning each other with. It's the joke of if you gave black people reparations, they would just what <laughs> 90 stock would go through the like it, it was a joke. But it's also the idea that it's just like if you gave people a bunch of money, like when you win the lottery. How many people retain the money that they made? It's not because it's money is not is obviously a big part of the issue, but it's not the only part of the issue. Even if I were to give you ten million dollars and I say survive off of this, a lot of people will buy depreciating assets, will buy a house, but then if you're not working, you can't make the tax payments on that, like the income, uh, sorry, the property tax payments on the house. You can't just buy a million dollar house and be like, how am I gonna pay what it costs to maintain this fucking house. So there's so, there's like the education system is broken to the point where even if I were to give all these people money, what would they do with it? They would just recoup that because they would just spend it on shit. Because people will buy Gucci belts and still live at shelters. And this is not a knock. It's the idea that you, when you cripple people in more ways than one, it's like, it's the crippling that's the problem. It's not the reaction of the person. If you don't want riots, don't kill people blatantly. Mm-hmm. it's not the riot that's the problem it's the initial thing it's the police officer feeling that that uh, like use of force was necessary in that situation and the other three I think I saw a camera angle there were like at, at a time three people
3: yeah.
0: were on him but it's just like but then it's not it's the people around that are watching and feeling like okay this is, this is how it's supposed to be and sometimes you're desensitized because you see it all the time and my final point like shout out to the person obviously that videotaped it but man, like, it, I try and think about it. if someone just like threw themselves at the cop and just knocked them off, and you know what I mean? Like, sh- I'll get arrested too, sure. But like, maybe that guy would have lived. And like, obviously, you're not looking at the situation. You're, you're in shock. You're not obviously like processing. But man, if, if something is happening, like, yo, you got to step up. If they're killing people, like, bro, like, take my life. Like, I, I'm, I'm at a point where like, Fuck, if it has to be my life too, it has to be my life too, because there's no one's going to watch someone die in front of me. This is like absolutely fucking ridiculous. Nine minutes.
3: Yeah. Obviously,
0: in the moment, it could go like a flash, but nine mm. minutes is like, bruh. Yeah. So the guy says, I can't breathe, and the person's not getting off of him. Like, you got to shove that person off of him. Looking back on, obviously, in hindsight, yeah. in 2020. But then, like, sometimes I think we need to just understand that we can be mobile in these situations, bro. Like, if that was a family member, or a friend of yours, are you telling me you just like fucking watch? Yeah, exactly.
3: I'll
0: get You're my right. ass kicked. I don't give a fuck. I can't fight. Yeah. But then at least like there's something that I did. So I can, at mean, least, yeah. I'll be in jail. At least like I try my best. <laughs> yeah.
3: Yeah. Uh, uh, Matt, you want to go? Or you want to finish? Yeah. I mean, uh, I mean, between
2: Nassal uh, and Jalen, like it seems like we're we're caught in a political cartoon and we're leading towards kind of like a bad, a bad joke at the end. You know what I mean? And I feel like with all these riots, with all of this, this anger, I hope we don't just settle for the name. I think they're still fighting for just the names of the officers, like the, the, even the bystanders who just, who just stood by like, yeah, we might get the names. Yeah. We might persecute the four, but like, is that going to change the system? Is that going to change like how, how justice is manifested. Like I hope I hope we fight to change the inner workings cuz I think the number one thing is like education. Like are people educated in why exactly these things are happening and why it's not it's not just the officers it's the whole system that's a, that's oppressing uh, an entire people. And I don't know if the anger is coming from an educated people that are going to keep fighting after the names are, are being put forward. You know what I mean? Um, I mean, I know they said, uh, the officers on suicide watch, but to me that just sounds like protection from, uh, yeah, the, that's, the, that's how I viewed it anyway. Um, and those are my thoughts on the matter. Like just hoping that it goes further than the names further than persecuting four individuals. Like we need, like, I, I still haven't heard talks of, Having a whole different form of uh, persecution towards officers from a whole different council, not the the, the system that they have going on now, um, but we'll see how it turns out.
3: Yeah,
1: yeah. For anyone who says that the the other officers shouldn't be in jail and oh, shouldn't be jail. persecuted. Like they're accessories to murder. They were chilling, watching the dude get choked out.
3: Yeah, if I like drive, say, if I drive the car to go let you kill somebody,
1: I'm going to jail. Like let's let's just say like, that, okay? Like first first and foremost, you know. And also these I, all lives matter people are are hilarious because you just kind of you gotta think to yourself, like if I went outside for a jog and I go around the block, go down by the lake, and then you're on your way back. You know, you're, you're by, you know, you're by, you're by seeing me, you know, where you're remembering a, a year ago, the, the Raptors won and the giant beautiful celebration and you're, you're enjoying a run. Then all of a sudden somebody runs up, some two people run up behind you and shoot you in the head and you're dead. Think to yourself how insane that is. And then think of what happened to Arbury Arbury a month ago or however long it was ago. That's what black people, especially black men, it's four black men here, have to worry about every day. Like we gotta we gotta go out for a jog and think like, oh shit, like this could happen. And then when you and really digest that, really digest the fact that, like, hey, if I was on a run and I had the the looming fear that I could get gunned down just right now. And then just you start to like digest and understand like why people are upset why mm-hmm. black people are upset because mm-hmm. like even right now saying it and speaking it out loud and then thinking it to myself like whole like if i'm just jogging down the street thinking about how the raptors won a year ago and then all of a sudden like it's all black it's all dark like that's that's scary that's insane like you shouldn't have to th- to to think we shouldn't have to feel like we're on guard 24/7 i'm driving i slow down when i see a cop car
3: yeah
1: you know i indicate every single turn thing whatever people honking at me if i'm driving cuz i'm going at the the speed limit cuz i don't cuz i don't know what's going to happen you know, like you really got to like like people who are saying all lives matter. You really got to get it through your head that we're not saying that all lives do not matter. We're just saying like in this in this case, black lives matter. Okay.
0: Nah, like, I'm not, I, yeah. The opposition. No, there's no. There's no devil's advocate. There's no. Hey, if we thought about it like this, or how about this? Nah, bro. None of that. None of, I don't want to hear any of that shit. I don't care what you have to say. I'll mute you. I would close your mouth if I physically could. That's yeah. not necessary at this time. You never, when imagine never breaking s- your arm and then you're just like, well, oh, like this is ridiculous. Like you would care for the arm. You don't care about what the legs are doing. Like it makes no damn fucking sense. Care for the we, problem at hand. Yeah, we never said only Black Lives Matter. Exactly. exactly. I'm
3: fucking the guy took, my, heart, the fuck, took like- my words.
0: Fuck. Took words
3: out of my mouth. Took the words out of my mouth. And L, to, to to people that feel like Marcel feels. Uh, in terms of, like, I would say only Black Lives Matter. Um, I I agree with that shit, too. Like, and, and I mean that in the sense that, like, right now, in this current moment, in what we're discussing and what we're trying to get to, right now we're working on only Black Lives Matter. Uh, but I, I, I implore you to understand that the message is Black Lives Matter. It's not... Black lives matter, therefore you guys are less than. It's not black lives matter more than other things. It's that black lives should matter. They should be something that we all look at as being something that needs to be cared for and appreciated the same way we appreciate everything else.
1: I don't I don't say only black lives matter because I don't think Henry at Starbucks <laughs> is, is saying Henry is all lives matter. I don't think yeah. I don't think John from Walmart is saying like,
3: no, no. And I and that's black, why I black say black it. people. Yeah, no, no. But, but I agree with you. The it's, systems just, that B you know,
1: has just trickled down yeah. and it's just brainwashed everybody to the point where it's just like, I need to be scared of this, of said person of of a colored person
3: the problem the problem with saying all lives matter um doesn't have to do with someone saying only black lives matter like the problem with saying all lives matter is that you're choosing to neglect the issue so that you can feel some sort of weird i don't know what the word is here that i'm looking for but some sort of weird pseudo effect that that you're important still as if you weren't important before the fact of the yeah. matter is that we're looked at as not important. The fact of the matter is that we're looked at as less than, and what we're saying to you is that we are not less than we are just as important. And therefore we do matter. So you don't have to look at it if for anybody. I don't, I I honestly h- find it hard to believe anyone listens to this feels that way. But if you do one, honestly, just stop listening to the fucking podcast. Cause I don't yeah. really need you to listen. If that's how you feel. Um, and if I'm offending you good, I don't care. Like like if that's, if you hear someone say black lives matter and you're you're the first thing that comes to your head is well all lives should matter, get the fuck off the podcast. Don't I don't want to hear it. Like honestly. And that's coming from and, someone who never says shit like that. Like <laughs> like And I'm you know really what just done to be on nice. me? Like fuck that. Like get off. And you know what
1: just done on me too? The brother from Central Park. This dude was just chilling watching birds. And apparently, this is the most scariest motherfucker out here in these streets.
3: That dude was the nicest looking brother I've seen in a long time. This guy <laughs> looks like the biggest <laughs> fucking dork. Okay. The binoculars. Looks like a fucking nerd. This okay. guy, his voice, even his voice, yo. And, like, I don't want to make fun of our own, but even his voice. I was like, yo, that dude is the least. Nah, this guy looks like a fucking dork. And apparently, he's going to fucking rape you. Yeah. In the broad daylight in the middle of such a park. And she had to be Canadian, too, yeah. She was Canadian like yeah it turned out she's Canadian went to Waterloo University um, I've been trying to avoid all these videos but
1: I I got a, I caught a glimpse of her and she's like, oh this guy is here telling me to do this and I'm like oh my nah, God well, what's,
3: what's really crazy about that video and like obviously it's been discussed many platforms but like she it's not even that she was scared it's that she faked being scared. Like, in the sense that when she goes to, when she goes to make the phone call, before she makes the phone call, so like, and and this is what sucks, and I think, you know what, like, if you're listening to this and you're like, oh, well, there's all these videos, like, shit, this is three videos. We're lucky, even on top of that, we're lucky we got the Ahmaud Arbery video. I don't know who leaked that or how we got that, but we're lucky we got that, because that one could have just been deleted quick. Yeah. So let's say this, we got three videos, there's a thousand, there's millions of things that have gone on to our people, to black people, to people of color, um, that hasn't been videotaped. So let's just say that first of all. So if you're looking at this, like, oh, there's three cases. Nah, that's, that's just what you're seeing right now. And that's what people are popularizing right now. But I think the craziest thing about that. And to that point is something that like never happened to me personally. And like, obviously, like when I have my spiel, which whatever will happen sooner or later, um, like what i'm saying is that the fact that she looked this man in his face and said i'm going to call the cops and i'm going to tell them that there's a black man threatening me or an african-american man threatening me and they're gonna come here i'm gonna do it i'm gonna do it and i mean the brother's brave you told her told her to call him i don't know at that point i'm running because i ain't trying to get killed for nonsense um but the fact that she said that level-headedly to him face in his eyes And said, I'm going to call the cops and tell them that there is a black man harassing me and that he's threatening my life. And she didn't say that crying. She didn't say that with any sort of hiccup in her voice. She clearly was not actually scared. She just knew if I do this, they're going to come and they're going to do something to you. And then to go even deeper. And like I was saying, where she acted up, how hysterical her voice sounded when she decided to to get on like she said it and it would sound like the cop i didn't hear the other side of the conversation but it sounded like the cop said sorry ma'am excuse me could you repeat what you said or it kind of like didn't take her like didn't go oh where are you we're coming right now like kind of like questioned her about what was going on and she just doubled down and started screaming and yelling and, and and all of a sudden out of breath while she strangles her poor dog on the side like all in this act to get somebody to almost like if that ended with him being killed how would she have felt
0: I th- but brush she wanted the ending that happened with george floyd that is what no, they I, call to do like this is what, what i'm I saying. saying
3: that's but that's what i mean but then what i'm saying to you in the point of how would she felt and i don't care how she would have felt because it shouldn't have gone there but in the sense that you do something like that in a split second because you think you're gonna one-up somebody or whatever because the guy told you to put a leash on your dog you clearly don't give a fuck about the dog but like Then we're going to see her on TV crying about it's the same thing with the Emmett uh, with the Emmett Teal or the Central Park Five. You see these people after come out. Oh, well, you know, I was just misguided and whatever. And 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 all guilty and sad about what happened. Like you could have cost this man his life. You understand what I'm saying? Like you could have costed this man his life because you decided because you were upset that you wanted to be an idiot and do that shit. So it's, just, it's just like things like that, you can't really get past that. When, that. when you see those things as a Black person, as a young Black person, especially, it's like, how am I supposed to interact with people when I feel like at any moment you could just flip the script and decide you want to get me in trouble? Or you, you know, and to myself's point, you want to get me killed, but you don't want to be the one with the blood on your hands. Yeah,
2: it's yeah.
3: weaponizing race. And I think that, like,
2: because um, there's always that sentiment. I think you always hear where, like, where a cop or police officer always says, like, "Oh, I was scared." Um, yeah. And he, and he, from what you said, like, she clearly wasn't scared. This was yeah. uh, this was definitely a tactic. And so it's 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 a flex of power, um, and the fact that it's so well known that within within one call, you know what I mean, uh, she could flip that flip that whole scenario into her favor. If that recording was not there, um, especially considering like even the historic nature of like this the Central Park Five and how that whole story turned out, um, yeah, it, it's scary and like it's. I, I don't know the steps of educating, a people who are already
3: grown. You know what I mean? Like she's well into. Well, I don't yeah, know. I she's done. You. No, she's good. Yeah, 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 she's done.
2: Yeah.
0: yeah. Throw her out. She's gone bad. She's 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 rotten. That one we don't need yeah. to worry about. Even for the Central Park Five, the architect of the whole thing, like the police officer, she's not in jail. This is what I mean. Like like, there are like, you know, And she
3: complained all- about how she was depicted.
0: And I was like, yeah. what?
3: <laughs> like, she came out and was like, I want to sue Netflix because de- the way they depicted me. As if you didn't sit in a courtroom and not- these aren't all public records of things you
0: said. So, there is no repercussion. Like, the only repercussion is, like, the people that you want to die, die. Or the people you want harassed are harassed. And even if you do it, there's no repercussion to you because the system will back you. Like there's this one video that I saw. It was like, it looked like a town hall meeting and there was a black man and he was like emphatically making his point. So he got onto the podium. And then you see that is, a nice way of, that is a nice way of putting what that guy did,
3: but uh, he, <laughs> hey, he, if the he, media could <laughs> fucking spin anything. I can use words to try and light. He, he, he gently placed himself atop the podium. <laughs> I love it. I love it. No, but on it. But to your point, you know what? You correct me 100 percent. If the media can spin it the other way, because, we know, they're going to be saying he jumped up there and slapped someone on the way up. You could easily say that he gently placed himself on top of the podium. I agree
0: with you. Go ahead. One leg over in front of the other, just got up on the podium and was boisterously making his point. And you saw the approach of police officers. And these two white people were standing in between the police officers and the black man, like it is fucking COVID and fucking, I don't know, like, uh, like, disinfectant like they couldn't get around okay better analogy it's like you're trying to make it a tackle in football and they were like this fucker is just guarding the qb and like they're trying to wiggle their way through and they're not touching the white people but they're Ugh. trying to just reach past the white people let's get to the black guy and i'm like this is the power that they speak of i didn't understand white, like i understand like systemically white privilege but the physical like literal pres- like presence power police officers won't touch you in certain situations even though you are obstructing them from getting to what they want to do that is great you see pictures in minneapolis where white people holding hands in front of the black people like they're fucking jesus it can't be touched white saviors. Like, this is this is a, this is crazy this yeah. is actually crazy they, they, you can literally stand in certain situations People that are white can stand in front of police officers with zero, like, retribution, zero consequence, yeah. with zero fear, mm-hmm. with people with guns in their hands, and they're killing people that are, like, running away, that are defenseless, yeah. that are mm-hmm. handcuffed, that are just minding their own business in their homes. And I'm like, how do you wrap your head around all of this? This is insanity.
3: No, definitely. Insanity is the word. It is, it's, 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 nuts. it's, it's
0: illogical. Yeah. It's pigment on skin. This is ridiculous. <laughs> it's how your skin absorbs light. Whatever. Like, what, whatever the fuck this shit is. Like, we are exactly skin us, skin us all. We're exactly the same on the inside. Like, it is. But if I were to try to attribute logic to this, it's just like classism matters. You need a hierarchy for people just so you make more money. Like, if you're mm-hmm. at the top, if it behooves you to have people under you. It behooves you. Yeah. It behooves you to have people that just, like, spend their, like, what they say, the black dot like, it's a trillion dollars a year the black- that transfers black hands in the states, right? Or whatever. It could be a larger inflation whatever. But it behooves you to not educate the people on how to invest their money. It behooves you to drop guns. Like, how are they running around? Like, you see the guns that they confiscate off the street? Like, you can't buy this shit at Walmart. <laughs> They're not, like, simple rifles. These are fucking semi-automatic guns. How do you even fucking get that shit? Yeah. That doesn't, this stuff doesn't even make sense the drugs that are being poured in the confessions of the police officers saying that we planted drugs and guns in these communities in hopes that they would use them on each other so it's like this is all i just want i just want okay it's gonna be my final point i want to throw it to q because he hasn't had a chance to really just like talk my least my final point is is like There is, I truly believe with all my heart, there's inherent evil on this planet. And this is not by accident. This is not just you're just piling things on over time. This is scripted. They want these things to happen because it behooves a certain group of people and it disenfranchises a lot of other people, which also behooves the 1% because they're winning. People knew COVID was coming, they invested their money in different things. (laughs) <laughs> like they know what is coming before we do. They do not care about your job. They don't care how you're going to pay rent. They care. They would have done something for you. They don't care about you. And I think that in itself should be the catalyst that you need. Like black lives, of course, like it's a big part of it. People dying on TV screens. Like I get it, but understanding that there are powers that be, it's not even conspiracy theory in my mind. There are powers that be that don't want you to thrive because they thrive more if you fail. And that should be catalyst enough to push for reform, whatever in like, and this is not just a one push. This is for decades. We're going to need to keep on pushing because you got to take the shit down brick by brick.
1: Yeah. Yeah. With you, everything you said right there, that last point.
3: Yeah. That was I,
1: a hundred percent. I don't
3: want to say my part after that. I'm going to mess it all up.
0: <laughs> no, no. You're good. <laughs> that, that was, you know, the they work. listen to you, fam. They, you know, they listen to you.
3: Yeah. Yeah. They listen to me. Um, no okay so yeah i'll get into my shit. uh some of the things i don't know i felt like i had some things on jalen's point um i definitely had some things on Michelle's point um matt i thought I, I i like i like i said i might have to listen to this back myself and and obviously i think that's one thing i'm going to say before i start talking is that this dialogue doesn't end today and it shouldn't end today um it shouldn't end between us four brothers um today um so obviously Anything that I've missed, and I'm, when I re-listen to this, I'll, I'll be texting the group. I'll be asking. I'll be trying to say this what I was going to say there, but I forgot. Um, but to Marcel's point first, one of the things you mentioned was Europe, um, eh, or sorry, that this seems like only a North American problem. And I want to kind of stay away from that. I definitely think that North America's systems um, are the ones that we know um, and the ones that we have to deal with every day. Um, but there is racism everywhere. Uh, and we can't forget that and I don't I don't think you meant that to belittle anything I think you just meant that in a way that like the way it goes down over here is a lot different than the way it goes down over there Mm -hmm. um, in these spots I mean um, the last week or so or the last couple days especially I've been especially telling for me I mean to that European thing I mean I'm a big soccer fan and I'll start and I'll start with this kind of i guess equivalency but i'm a huge soccer fan i watch a lot of soccer when it's on um and one of the things that continues to happen in these soccer matches and stuff is racism um and it is fans of a team yelling at a player on another team and, and calling him the n-word calling him a monkey thro- doing obscene gestures um yelling disgusting things uh and, you know, whatever, that fan gets banned for life, you know, things happen. Um, but to me, I, I, I'm starting to feel like the black guy on their team in the sense that you have a team, you, if, if you have a black person on your team, like European cities, right, they'll have a black person on their soccer team and then call a black player on another team a nigga. I'm starting to feel like the black guy on the team. Like I'm starting to feel like the dude who's like, yo, I know I got fans. I know you guys love me because you guys are showing me respect every day. But that that doesn't stop with me. Just because you respect me doesn't mean you you can disrespect the other person because you don't know that person or because he scored on your team or because he doesn't wear the same jersey that you wore to this this ping, this place. And I mean, I I I definitely have been starting to think like, when I look around me and and I see my circles that I, that I have friends in and different things and it's scary to me who I've decided I was going to be on their team. You know what I mean? And, and I I've never been the, like, I, like I was saying at the start of this, I'm not the most vocal person. I've, I've never really um, been affected personally by a lot of these things that I know of. I think that's one thing I should say that I know of, um, in terms of, yeah, sure. Like I've, I've, like I've talked about on the podcast a thousand times, you know, I've been called the N word in hockey. Um, I've had situations, um, where my aggression quote unquote was not allowing me to go certain places or bouncers won't let me into clubs or I get looked at funny because I say something, uh, but they are kind of scared of me for, or I'm feel threatening or whatever. Like I've had these situations happen, but never really consciously Um, and I've never felt a conscious effort that anybody has chosen to discriminate me against, uh, discriminate me because of the color of my skin. And I'm lucky. Like I am like one in a million lucky because I don't really let that affect me on a day to day. Um, but what this last couple of days have, have made me realize is like, wait, hold on. This kind of shit maybe affects me more than I think it does. Or this kind of thought that I've been having where like, oh, like I've never really been affected by this has affected my whole life and it's like shit man like i i can sit there on my instagram and say what i said i could um walk around and scream and yell and and tell people what they need to do to help us but like have i helped us and i think like where i've been coming at it a lot of times is like or a lot of these couple days and trying to think about it is like yo where do i stand on this and have I allowed certain groups of people to use my blackness to make them feel okay about whatever the fuck they do? Like being the only black kid on the hockey team, did I make all those kids think that, oh shit, it's it, like, we're cool. Like we're good. We have a black kid on our team. So we're fine. You know what I mean? Like not say, listen, no. And and, and uh, I would be completely honest, like if anything on my own team ever happened, but nothing on my own team ever happened. I mean, there's, and, and I say that meaning like, sure, we all know I'm black and I, I I'm i not someone who shies away from the fact that I'm black. I know I'm black. So like that's that, it is what it is like beyond that. Where do I feel like did I, someone not want to play on my line because I'm black? No, like my team was my team and they respected me as such. My friends are my friends and they respected me as such. Um, But it goes beyond that. And I think my biggest thing that I've realized is sure, like When I posted what I posted, I made sure to say, listen, like you can like, don't worry about me. Anyone who knows me knows you don't really have to worry about me. I'm fine in in the in for lack of a better term. I'm fine right now. If it was my face all over the Internet, if I was the one getting choked out, then you I mean, don't worry about me then because I'm gone. But then I'd understand why you would be enraged about me. But reaching out to me now saying, hey, how are you doing? For me, that's kind of like, yo, thank you. I appreciate that. Thank you for caring about your friend. Thank you for caring about what I can do, but I'm me. There's a lot of other people in this world that aren't me that need your need your help or need your voice or need you to decide that when you have kids and when you bring people into this world, you're gonna teach them right from wrong. You're gonna teach them that what some kids unfortunately may still seem to believe when we have kids, like their parents, like we, it's everywhere around us. There's people our age that for whatever reason we're taught what they were taught and they think the way they think. And therefore, if they bring kids into this world, they're going to try and teach those kids. But for me, lost cause is a lost cause. M- my idea is that when I, wh- whoever's messaged me, I said, thank you for your message. Now go do something for people that aren't me. Because you can say like, you're here for me and you got my back, but I, I, unfortunately, or fortunately, I guess I don't need your, I don't need that. Like, I don't need you to have my back right now. I need you to have all of our backs right now. I don't need you to reach out to everybody. I don't need you to do anything. I need you to start putting action into your words. I need you to start um, not even asking me. And that was the other thing. And I'll get into that part, too, is like um, people asking me, like, where do I donate? And for me, I'm like, shit, like, to be honest with you, I don't really know where you donate. And I was like, obviously, we all know Black Lives Matter Canada chapter. That's what I've been suggesting, because I also think Canadians need to stop forgetting that Canada's got racism, too. Um, The CCLA, I think that's called the Canadian. Damn, I had it before, but it has to do with like, uh, hold on. Let me pull up the name of it real
0: quick. Uh, I could quickly interject. It's also the idea is like Q does not need to have all these answers why yeah, does q yeah. need to fucking direct you? google that shit yeah like yeah. what why does q yeah. have to provide you with the answers yeah. black people got to be an encyclopedia on how to help <laughs> black people What the f- like? <laughs> that's not fair I, I
3: agree i agree and i think that's one thing we got to remember but this is called the canadian civil liberties association it's a non-for-profit organization in canada they deal with a lot of different things however they do deal with equality um obviously racism criminal justice many different fa- faucets. Um, and when you do donate on there you can actually just pick what exactly you want to donate to Um, because when you go to the website it's pretty confusing there's lots of different things but you can donate to things like that and yeah like everything's kind of a google search away we know that so like don't worry about me i might not be the most like well versed in these things um but at the end of the day like it's the truth um And yeah, to get more into my story or something I wrote. So I've been writing a lot of things down. And one of the things that I was writing, um, and I really want to shout out my girl at this time because she's been, I mean, it's, it's pretty crazy. I think like to think the conversations that her and I are having now are are very like transparent versus things that we might've discussed before and like ingest or just kind of breezed over. Um, But obviously anyone in that knows my, my girlfriend knows that, I mean, she she doesn't have to say it, but she's a very caring person. Um, she's someone who uh, I've always felt was with me for the right reasons. Um, and was there an ally, as you will say, like someone who really fights for, for everyone to be treated equally um, and puts herself in a lot of situations to try and help others. She's done missions. She's gone all over the place and just really seen kind of what goes on in this world um, from a different lens than a lot of people um her age and her skin color um and her background would see. Um so uh we had an interesting conversation because I was saying to her, I'm like, listen, and, and like I said to everyone else that that reached out to me, I, I never put my hand up. I'm not someone who's gonna put my hand up and say, hey, I need help. Um come talk to me, please. I need someone to talk to. You. But sometimes um a friend, regardless of me saying anything, if they were to say like, hey, how are you doing? Like, what's up? Like, how are you good? Sometimes I might just say I'm fine because I don't really want to talk about what I what I really feel. You know what I mean? Like, it's just like, I'm fine. I'm good. What's up with you? Um, And then sometimes you kind of just got to double down. So obviously she's been posting. She's been donating. She's been signing petitions. She's been doing a lot. And I I guess and this is what I was saying about the fear and everything that 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 I've been going through. But a part of me was like, yo, why is she? she hasn't really asked me how I felt (laughs) Uh (laughs) to to be like completely honest. Like she never really, she didn't like come out and be like, Hey, this is crazy. How do you feel? Meanwhile, she's posting nonstop on her Instagram. And I'm like, yo, like, what are you, who are you doing this for? And at the end of the day, like, I know she's doing it for me, but part of me was like, yo, 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 like let's relax. Like, uh, like you're going hard. Like you're going harder than I'm going. Um, And I love that. And I'm happy that you, you feel this way and, and you're ignited to really, go do some more stuff. Like like I said, she's been doing stuff way before all this. Um for like people all over like Costa Rica, Dominican Republic. Um she's been around. So like I'm not going to sit here and be like this is just something she all of a sudden decided this week she was going to be doing. But obviously she's now investing efforts into this matter a lot more. Um and I just kind of was like hey like yo let let's can we have a conversation like just the two of us about this. And I I definitely think it would have been easier for her to notice that I was dealing with something if she was here physically, obviously through a phone and everything, it's hard for her to really see like kind of the tone or, or my face or how I'm moving around, you know? Um, But I just wanted to reread something I wrote to her uh, and kind of just like go off that. But what I wrote to her was just that, um, I'm scared of the fact that I don't believe we will find peace. Uh, I'm scared of the fact that when this dust settles, we'll be back in a place of fake normalcy. Uh, I'm scared that what we try to do peacefully will be overshadowed by videos of violence, aggression, and disgusting behavior. Uh, I'm scared that some of the white people that I personally called friends would be disgusted and hurt if this would happen to me, but don't care enough to speak up when it happens to people like me. Uh, I'm scared that I will bring a kid into this world and have to teach them what I was ta- what that I, what what I wasn't taught properly, um, and that. Even if their mother, um, if it was Vanessa, this obviously would be, even if though their mother's Italian, they will not be looked at as Italian, but as a black boy or girl because their father is black. Um, so, I mean, like, it was just like this idea that I had of like, these are the things I'm scared of right now. You know what I mean? And. To me, it's like these aren't things I'd ever really say out in public, but I kind of need to say them in public because I don't think anyone would ever hear me say them otherwise. Um being being with someone who is not a person of color has never really affected me at all. <laughs> um It's never really been something I really worried about ever. I always thought that if someone was with me, um, that they would obviously be someone who I would depend on to be with us. And it's really shown me a lot with Vanessa and, and my girlfriend and my partner in life, hopefully, to see kind of where she's at. And that last question, and she literally sent me a picture. She was in tears after I said that because... It's a fear of hers too. And to me, that's the most genuine thing that I had seen from her in a long time. And it really solidified a lot of our feelings for each other because I don't want someone who's gonna sit there and tell me like, oh, it's fine. Oh, it's gonna be okay. Oh, I'm not worried about that. I want someone who's worried about that because these are the things we have to worry about. I When I draw, like Vanessa and I had a conversation once about like what, like driving her parents' cars. I was like, I'm not comfortable driving your parents' cars by myself because they have nicer cars. And if I get caught, pulled over one in a car, that's not mine. Uh, I can't prove, I don't know where the insurance is. I'm not on the insurance. I'm not here. Like that could be my life. They plant something on me. I can't prove that it wasn't there before. Like that could be my life. Like I, I when I drive and I think I was talking to Jalen or someone, I, I don't know, but there was one time I was driving to a football, a like football game we had, and I realized at one point that my wallet was in my bag, which was in the trunk. I remember this. Yeah. And I immediately had anxiety. Like, really think about that. Like, if you're listening to that, I don't think the four of us or the three, the you three guys need to really think about that. But like. For someone who's listening, who's never even worried about where their wallet was, maybe even went and drove their car without their wallet. Like, think about that for a quick second. I was driving to a flag football game on a regular Wednesday, not like at any hours of the night, just in the regular 7 p.m., whatever, 8 p.m. at night, and realized, oh, shit, my wallet isn't accessible to me. So that means if I get pulled over now, I have to then tell a story to the officer, which then says, hey, listen, I got to open up the trunk. Get into my gym bag. And then trust me, I promise I'm pulling out my wallet. Never mind whatever he's already got his preconceived notions about a black person driving my dad's car or whatever, driving this white Mercedes. I'll say it because that that adds to the story or what the situation is. Like driving around in a white Mercedes, not only is that a problem, but like this cop could be he never seen a Mercedes before. All of a sudden this black guy, he decides he wants to fuck with me. And I don't even, I can't even produce proper card to say, listen. This is my name. This is my dad's car. I'm on the insurance. Ha ha. Let's go. Like, great. I have to now try and figure out a way to get to the trunk with my life, give him my wallet and hope for the best. Like these are thoughts that people don't think about. Now, when I drive, I swear to God on my life. When I drive, I'm like, put my wallet in the cup holder, not in my pockets, not in the door, in the cup holder, right in the middle. Because I'm like, if anything, at least I know, like I can point to it. And I'd be like, Hey, listen, you can see what I'm doing. My wallet is right here. It's like these are the little things that I I think, obviously, like we're not going to be vocal. I'm not going to run around and tell all my friends, hey, like tell all my white friends, like, hey, just so you know, this is what I have to deal with. I put my wallet in the cup holder. But like these are the things that people don't really realize, like. Are things that we deal with, like I don't sit on trains, I don't know about you guys, it's not even about a germ thing, but like it could be an empty train at like 12 p.m. I don't sit or 12 a.m. I don't sit because for me, it's like, if I like, obviously that like, hyperbole, but like, I feel uncomfortable sitting on an empty train sometimes or like a half packed train, because who's to say someone's not going to come up and be like, yo, that's my seat or get up or try and make it seem like I'm causing an issue. Because I, I didn't give my seat to an elderly, or I didn't give my seat to somebody else when there's an open seat here or there. Right? Like, It's little things like that that I think that I deal with on a regular basis that I've just internalized um, and not dealt with. And I realize now is like, oh, like, oh, this is this is to me, this is normal. Because I let it be normal. Like, you literally see people sitting on the train with their feet up on the train and shit, like as if they're in their house on their couch, perfectly comfortable. I would never just because that would give somebody a reason. Like we have, I, that's the thing that I think I'll end it on, um, that and one other point, but just because I think it'll be a good, the other point is a question that I'd like to ask everybody. Um, but I have to live my life and I'm sure the three of you brothers have to do the same thing. Worrying about giving somebody a reason. I can't give you a reason because if you have a reason, you might use that against me. You might find a way to flip that and say that I deserved it or sorry, maybe not you, but the media, some KKK members, some white supremacist, some asshole online, somebody who doesn't think their words have power could use whatever stupid reason that there is and say that he deserved it. Or this is my fault for some reason, because I didn't do my due diligence, which shouldn't even be my due diligence to give you a reason to not give you a reason. So it's shit like that to me that I'm like, you know what? Like I need to do better. Not like I said, not educating anybody, not running around saying, hey, 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 here's me. Don't forget about me. I still got struggles, but just being like more aware of like, yo, this is how you live your life. Like, sure, like I like I said, I've been very open. Like I grew up a lot of, around a lot of white people. I've been around white people my whole life. I feel very comfortable around white people. Like. But at the same time, like these, I feel comfortable around them. They, I hope they feel comfortable around me, no matter what the situation is. But at the same time, like I've been functioning in a way that like, hey, I I can't give anybody a reason, you know what I mean? And so that's like, to my next point is like one of the questions that Vanessa asked me today, and I had to really think about it. And I did come up with the answer that, that it was no, but what her question was, was do you, hold on, let me. She's really good at wording things, so I don't want to mess this up. Uh, hold on, hold on, hold on. Do you think any part of your personality comes from feeling like you need to do more in order for people to, to like you or not be scared or feel threatened by you? And I was like, no. Why would, why would I? like? Do we code switch? Is that what she just asked? Not even. I don't know if it's code switch, but she's just thinking. So Personality traits. So okay. it's not even like code switching, Jalen. She's not asking necessarily like. Do you have two different personalities? What she's asking is is if your personality, your personality, who you are as a person, does that personality come from feeling like you need to do more in order for people to like you, not be scared of you or feel threatened by you? And I, like I said, my first answer was no, and then about 2 minutes later I was like but possibly. <laughs> <laughs> Like at first I was like, no, like I am who I am because that's who I am. But then I'm like, wait, I think i have really like, I've been societal really, pre- uh, exactly, exactly. has societal
1: pressures developed my personality?
3: Yeah. Not, yeah. Just that. Like, do you think that you're part of your personality or your personality comes from the feeling that you need to have people, obviously people need, you want people to like you. You don't want people to be threatened by you. You don't want people to be scared of you.
1: No, no, but I code switch, which I think is the answer she's looking for.
3: Yeah, no, I mean, that's an answer to it too, right? Like, I I definitely agree in the sense that, like, that code switching is a yes to that answer. Like, no, but who you are as a person may not be different, but who you present yourself to people is different, is what you're saying.
1: Yeah, I I present myself a certain way, and other things have influenced who I am as a person, so like i don't like i don't know exactly what we're talking about because like we know that black people are yeah black people in general code switch all the time adjust things all the time we have to go to into a different frequency and go into a different energy when we interact with someone because if we if we come off too much of a certain way we're giving attitude we come off as ghetto
3: mm-hmm.
1: right and if we talk if we, if our language, our, our vernacular is, uh, is too, um, I guess out of the norm, right? Out of what, what is presented to us on, uh, on the TV or on the internet where we talk white, you know,
3: <laughs> which we all suffer from.
1: Right. Like we've all like, I, well, I know Quincy for sure, but like, yeah, 100%. I'm pretty sure we've all been accused of being, we act white or, you know we we be moving like certain, we move a certain way. So no, I don't think like, I guess so. Like my personality may have been adjusted, but no, I think, I think I just code switched, but I don't think, Yeah. I don't think society is inherently inherently affected who I am as a person at the core.
3: Yeah. Well, what I would say, and like, I agree with your answer. I think that's a great way of putting it. Um, Kind of how I felt about it, or I guess like how I feel about it now, a couple hours after it's been asked to me and reading that to you guys. Um, And then obviously I'll let Matt and Macelle, I'll I'll let you guys answer too, but I just wanted to get my answer out of the way. Um, But the idea that maybe it's not so much about people being scared or threatened by me, because I personally never felt like I could save you from that. Like if you're scared of me, if you're threatened by me, regardless of if it's because you see me mad or whatever, whatever, like color my skin, like I, I, I can't control that. I can't control how someone decides they're going to treat me. Um what I can control is how I decide to treat others. What I can control is what I'm going to let uh what I'm going to let affect me. Um and what I can control is for lack of a better word how I'm perceived. Um and that could be seen as code switching but I I mean that more so in the way that um like I'm a happy-go-lucky person. I want to be around as many people as possible. I want to be putting smiles on as many people's faces as possible. Um, and I never do that, and I've never done that in a corny way or that I know of. Um, I've never gone out of my way to lean into my Blackness when needed or lean out of it when needed. I've never sat there and tried to please somebody else Um as a means to making myself feel more friendly. I've just been myself. Um obviously I'm sure there's little things here and there that have been built off of the ideas that I didn't even know I inherited. I'm talking like preschool. I'm talking um I'm I'm talking just like regular shit. Like just things that happened as a kid that you didn't even think was crazy. Like that whole uh crotch chop shit. I remember I was telling I don't know if I was telling a story on the podcast or if I sent it to somebody, but I remember as a kid, like I was watching WWE and, um, triple X, triple H, I think, I don't know, but he had like him and these guys did like a, cr- a cross chop thing where they would like, z- whatever. It meant like suck it or I don't know, whatever nonsense. And there was a kid that was messing with me. And, uh, I'm talking like, this is JK. And I still remember it. Cause I still remember being like, why am I getting in trouble? But as a kid that was messing with me, um, and I ended up pushing him down the slide. And, uh, Cause like he was like, he wouldn't go. Like he was I remember him just like t- sitting there and I'm like, yo, go. Like I wanna take a turn. He wouldn't go. He wouldn't go. So I kinda like gave him a little, you know, encouragement. And then when he got down, he kind of looked at me upset, started like getting mad. I gave him a little cross chop at the top of this the slide and then I went down. You know what I mean? But then the teacher, like he immediately went to the teacher after I did that. And a teacher came up to me immediately and was just like, you can't do that. We're calling your parents. You don't know what, like, you don't go around doing things. You don't know what they are, blah, 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 blah. And like, okay, well, I, I got to I gotta deal with things differently now. You know what I mean? I got to be clever now. Like, it's things like that that I think you don't even realize. Um, and then to the second part, and I'll literally end it here, like, I, I, I promise. Um, but one of my biggest things is I'm going to make fun of myself before you make fun of me. And I don't believe that came out of um, anything that had to do with my race or trying to please people. I just realized that, yo, if I make a mother joke about myself and then I make a mother joke about you and you can't handle the mother joke. That shows me more about you than myself and everyone around us is going to laugh at both my jokes and you're going to look like an idiot. So for me, I've always been like, hey, I can give it, I can dish it. And I'll say it to myself first so you know that I can take it both ways. And I'm not going to be worried about nothing. Um, and I think that's something that that more people could benefit from. I'm not saying that everyone is built the same, but I think that there's a couple of people I've interacted with that I'm like, yo, if you could just have some introspection and look at yourself and realize, hey, shit, I, I do have this thing. I do have privilege. I do have... Uh, a voice, or I do have something that gives me leverage over other people. Um, ignoring that, or I guess being oblivious to that, to me is an issue. You got to know who you are and who you are as a person and what you've been dealt and what hand, what cards um, are in your hand and kind of count the cards that are going to come on the table a little bit. Uh, And I think there's a lot of people that need to benefit from that kind of introspection and learning and realize that there's a lot more they could have done. There's a lot more they can still do. The fight isn't over. To my point, the fight still hasn't even begun. Like it's begun and it's been going for the last, what, 40 years, 60 years. Like it's going, but this is the beginning of, this is 60 years over 400 years, over 400, like, this, is, this isn't new, this isn't old, but this hasn't changed. So I just implore people to kind of look in yourself, look in the humor of it, look in the, in the disgusting parts of it, look at the outraged parts of it, look at the parts of it that you don't want to look at. And realize like, yo, you, you can't throw stones at a glass house without breaking your glass first. Then you can move on. We got to break the whole thing and then we can move on. Michelelle, so you look like you're thinking,
0: yeah, but I want Matt to go he hasn't he hasn't got oh, a chance to oh, talk for a while
2: um I mean to uh to Vanessa's question, I mean absolutely, I think um I don't even have, really have to think that long like uh, I have a very similar story where when I was in elementary school, and uh there was like a huge group fight, like plenty of people involved. Uh, I didn't throw any punches, but I was like yelling um and I remember only me. And one other black kid was sent. Were sent to anger management. This was in grade one, <laughs> and ah. yeah, in grade one. And so ever since then, um, I've always been like keeping my 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 rage internally, or like remaining the most calm under any circumstances. And I would hundred percent attest it to that to that moment. Um, and even uh, I get told a lot. I'm very disarming um, because. I understand for some people I might, like, ring some alarms. I remember uh, one summer I used to work uh, and do landscaping, and a lot of the work was outside of Toronto. And any time we went to a Home Depot or we're grabbing lunch at a Harvey's or McDonald's, every time you go to the cashier, they're always, they, oh, the first question is always, oh, what are you doing down here? Every, like, I can't just be here. Like, I can't just <laughs> be yeah. visiting. Uh, there always has to be a purpose for my visit. Um, and so I think that's like a personality trait that I gained from that. Um, but I shouldn't have to, I shouldn't have to ring those alarms in the first place. Um, what like an analogy I saw from someone was, um, when you, when you compare it to sports, it's like representing a Jersey where like, or like wearing a Jersey, when you listen to rap music, uh, or even rock for that matter, like when you, um, watch certain television programs, um, or anything to do with entertainment you're rep you're wearing a black jersey because most likely its origins are from our culture. but the difference is um, when you get pulled over by a police officer and you're not black, you get to take that jersey off. We don't have that opportunity um, and so that's why like from these I want to educate people to keep that jersey on. you know what I mean like like root don 't be a bandwagoner in that sense. Mm-hmm. Um, make sure you're educating yourself on that matter. And, and, uh, don't, don't take your foot off the gas pedal. You know what I mean? One thing I don't like is Q brought this up where people were asking Q, like, where do I donate? Um, instead of Googling to me, that's, to me, that's kind of like a pandering question where, oh, I want Q to notice that I'm supporting the cop. You know what I mean? Um, which is, I mean, it's, it's good in a sense. Like I'm not bashing that, but don't, don't do it for a sense of approval do it because it's morally unjust yeah. like there's an injustice going on yeah um so you don't need to reach out and be like hey look at me look at what i'm doing um just
3: support point blank uh period i also want to say sorry Michelle let you get this off but i just something that that matt said yo we can see through the bullshit yeah on top yeah. of that and um i will say that it's so it just so, so I've had both sides of it, but the first person who asked me about donating already came to my to the conversation to me with um, places that they've already donated to. So I, I I don't know if this in the pod, but I just for whoever's if you are listening and you're saying oh shit he's talking whatever it was more so like hey I donated to these certain chapters. Do you know any other ways I could be of service? That person did it the right way in my opinion. Um, the dialogue we had wasn't stemming just from, hey, I saw your message, where can I donate? Um, however, I have seen other sorts of stuff that my point blank period has made me look at some people crazy because like I said, I could see through the bullshit. And on the other side of this, I might smile in your face when I see you. Um, however, uh, without saying names or signaling any people out, You have been noticed, it has been noted, and I know who you are. I realize what you think is okay. I realize um, how you're choosing to express yourself um, and what's real and what's fake. Uh, I won't say too much, but reposting what... I don't even think this person listens, so, like, whatever, but if you are to repost... I saw someone, regardless, someone who I follow on Instagram, repost complexes screenshot of adidas replying to nike on their story and that was the only thing i saw them post on their story about this whole thing we can see through the bullshit. that's all i have to say about that myself you can go ahead
0: no no thanks thanks for your words um to answer vanessa's question i think like an emphatic yes which is like crazy to think about like i think i've always been like quite docile as a kid so like being like playing the meek character it wasn't that hard um and then growing up in church you're just taught to like you're trying to embody jesus as best you can so the please and the thank yous have always kind of been rolling off my tongue but if i think about like how i act at work like i'd rather people in positions of power, supervisors, managers, or whatever, just view me as, like, I'd actually want them to view me as an afterthought. Like, I'll just be super polite. I'll influx my voice so it seems, like, less, like, like, I just want you to be, like, oh, myself, the nice guy that just does the, that delivers the mail. Like, because, and Jalen has talked about this, because, like, even Jalen's stature is different from mine, right? Like, so him being, like, bigger, 6'1", 6'2", like, and with like with the dress that he has is like it's easier he like he fits the character a little bit more than I do,
3: okay, I know what you're saying,
0: right, so, but like I think I often do try and play that character because if I am an afterthought, you're or I'm not going to be intimidating, like I just want this conversation to be solely on the conversation. If I ask politely, you're probably more likely to give me what I want instead of saying like he's demanding it, he's asking it, but I think that plays into. Matt talked about it as well a little bit, where it's just like I feel like I just know more than you anyway, so it doesn't it doesn't matter. It, I, I'm playing both sides because I'm like yeah. you can underestimate me and that helps me because like, when it comes to the rules and I've memorized them and I can list them all out for you, you're just gonna be caught because you're not ready for this conversation. Even though I played it in my head three million times because I know what I'm gonna do. So, but it also talks to Jalen's code switching, right? Like I think it's something that we have to do but i like vanessa's question i i sure like there are other aspects of my life that i think have influenced that side of me but i think yeah. one part is knowing that like if i'm the non-threatening black person that's just going to help me more than being the threatening black person yeah. but i think shout out to q as well like the people that i see on screen that are protesting they're just like in like they're just being themselves to 100 100 million like you and that's that's a strength that they have and something that we could congratulate and speak about um yeah i think that's i think that's all i had that's it's crazy times man like oh i was gonna say shout out to my friends so yeah so people have been reaching out and i think that's like the right thing to do to just like check up on people that might be feeling something different in the same way like if they were affected by something i would feel like i would reach out as well and just and compliments and asking how you're doing like we can we can make this a norm like just shouting at like if you see your friends some, doing something great even if it's a quick yo I, i'm i'm watching you do this right now i'm fucking proud of you keep on going like little words of encouragement or if you see something someone not acting like themselves hey what's up i'm an ear if you need me if it's not your specialty asking hey okay i'm not really good at this listening thing but if there's anything else i can support you with like if we don't have each other what do we have um I think my final point on this will just be like the idea of community and like how we're not that different. And I think the, the, like you may not be able to feel what I feel, but I feel like we face, there's a lot more things in common between us than things that are not in common. Um, I think like I was listening to another Joe Rogan podcast. He's getting a lot of shout outs here. He doesn't <laughs> need that money. He already got that money. 100 mil. 100 a hundred mil, hundred mil. Pray for it. We'll pray for it. We'll pray for it. Um, I'm just trying
3: to get the caller daddy seventy five to be honest. For you to hey, start.
0: fuck! Damn. <laughs> Never sell that IP. That's people <laughs> Never sell that IP. Never sell the IP. <laughs> so, um, yeah, the sense of community. So the idea that like even fifty years ago, like what our parents could have relied upon, like religion, I don't think is prevalent as it used to be, for good and bad reasons. But in space, in terms of like we live far away from each other like even in toronto like you're relegated based off income not like where you want to live but what you can afford mm-hmm. so the idea that like i'm going to say like 20 to 30 years ago and before that you lived around the people that you knew essentially you'd be living close to your family you'd be living close to the church if you participated like i'm sure there's like a little league park that you may have been close to and like that was a community there and i feel like because of I guess like our self-isolating nature I don't want to use that term our like I think it's just because of the internet it is so easy to just like stay by yourself especially if you don't need to go out the fact that you can order everything to your house um the fact that you can just interact with people like through your phone or through the internet like you are not seeing each other and actively participating in each other's lives like we used to be and I think that's like it's very very harmful i really think like like obviously during covid we can't but the idea that like hanging out with other people catching up just like having conversations and making sure that everyone around you knows that like you love them it's like it's not corny as shit like you can just say like yo i love you i appreciate you being a part of my life like that strengthens people and i think we're forgetting that at times because we're n- we're different in a lot of ways yes but we're comp and we face a lot of other struggles that are a lot more common too everyone like we're not we're different but we're not that different and this in this case obviously root for black people but like (laughs) in a lot of like we're all facing like economic problems we're all facing parents getting divorced or not good family situations we're all facing just i don't know it's like problems and shit i just want us to be closer because if we were closer i don't think it would take that much explaining to be like hey i'm hurt just agree with me like you don't even need to feel what I'm feeling, just because I'm hurt. Like I, I did. I, could, I should get your grief. Yeah. Are you sympathies?
2: Yeah. yeah. From um, I don't. It's kind of tough. I don't, I don't. This probably is going to extend the conversation, but um, as much as it it helps to talk about, I think we finally have a good dialogue on past griefs and and, and sharing um, our experiences and. How it's changed us but what do you want to see well what do you want to see going forward from these protests and then secondly what what do you want to see in terms of a resolution
3: if you haven't uh jalen do you have anything on that you want to answer that question first uh well, Uh.
2: i'll change up the question well something decisive is okay how do you feel about how the protests are done in terms of looting or from how it's being portrayed in the media as opposed to how it's being portrayed by the people on like twitter if you look at um, people's live streams things along that nature um
1: Uh, i think protest is great just getting the awareness out there I think the sentiment like I said before that black lives uh matter like when you boil it down to like those words black lives matter and that energy um I'm happy towards it just in terms of donating to the corporation of black lives matter I don't know what they do with that money I don't know the positives that's come from it so it just makes me weary of just donating to X Foundation when I feel like the people who who actually need it may not actually get it. Um, if I had a magic wand and or if I had three wishes and I could just, or snap my fingers Thanos style, like Infinity Stones, whatever you want to call it um, I don't know exactly what I would do, but probably one would be to to remove those amendments 13 14 15 cuz i think those are still in play i think um americans are still uh considered 3 of men um so probably get rid of that then um give people proper rep- reparations give black people proper reparations and then I don't even know what the third wish would be <laughs> uh-huh. <laughs> if we rub in the lamp, but mm-hmm. like just thinking off the top of my head, I feel like those are the most important things. Just to, because to, I feel like if those things were on paper, that uh, black people get reparations down in North America get, or or I guess just say in the United States, but like um, they gain reparations and as well as, um, like completely amending those laws or rectifying those laws those amendments um i feel like would be a step in the right direction because like at least now it's on paper that you know black people are just as human as you know y'all racist people (laughs) so yeah i i would say that i think the protests are good i think the awareness is good i think that's always great um yeah Donate to your local, uh, I guess, communities and stuff like that. Help those people in need. I think I think what we're doing is positive. I think, w- or at least what I see um, on on social media, I guess what I see is good. Because on the news, I feel like it's a completely different world. Uh, a completely different energy. So, yeah, I'd say, like, when you boil it down to just the local uh, energy, yeah, I'd say those things. Because, um, yeah, I don't know, like, the next party that's in power in the white house in the fall season i don't know who i don't think any of them is going to really help but yeah that's where i'm at with it hope that answers your question matt
2: <laughs> <laughs> I mean, everybody everybody has a different answer like yeah. um i know some people are very
1: very anti-looting some people are pro-looting um yeah, some people or actually, no, I don't even think black people are looting. That's the thing. That's what I'm saying. I think black yeah. people think, like you need to go out and
3: vote. No, but you know what? This at the point of the the when it comes to the looting and all this stuff. Though that that's all like that's at the end of the day. Like I I agree. I think there. I well, regardless, I've seen things on the internet that obviously the news isn't covering um, that almost show who's really doing all this stuff. And not necessarily is it that black people aren't doing it, but, but in any group, you're going to have opportunists. Mm -hmm. Um, and I think like, whatever, I, I watched a clip of a guy yelling about the white kids with skateboards and whatever, um, regardless of who is starting the looting, um, or who is, who is insinuating the riot, um and like giving the news what they want whether it's a conspiracy theory that goes deeper than just um some idiot kids that want to take this chance to do destructive um there's opportunists in every group of people whether black white other um and i think that's what you're gonna see especially when there's poor and disenfranchised people like so uh what someone was saying i think myself was saying earlier in the sense that like if I'm someone who's never, ever in my life thought I'd ever get Gucci, and I'm just saying this as a stupid example, but something that happened to land. But like, let's just say, I'm someone who's never going to get Gucci. And I'm starting to see a whole bunch of people run up in that store. No one's around that's really going to stop us from doing it. It'd be very hard for... for. I can't put myself in those shoes because I'm someone who's like, you know what, if I saved up enough, I could get Gucci. But some of you don't even think like that, right? So it's like... I think with the looting and stuff like that, I, I, would I be how I've been saying it to other people is like, I personally, no, I wouldn't be out there looting. I wouldn't be out there breaking up people's stuff. I would be part of the peaceful protests that are continuously happening across the states and in many different parts of the world um, that aren't getting the television that they deserve. I'd be doing that. Am I going to condemn someone for looting or for busting up a shop or doing whatever? No, because I can't tell you how to deal with your pain.
1: That's how I feel about it. Look, 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 I'm gonna tell you why looting. Like I'm gonna tell you why if you're looting, you're a bozo.
3: Okay. Oh, I I listen. I'm not saying that I'm not gonna judge nobody. Listen to me real closely. I'm not telling you, Jalen. I'm not saying that I'm not judging people oh, yeah. that I see in these videos. I'm just saying that I'm not gonna tell you how to deal with your pain and your anger. But go ahead, go ahead. Because yeah. I agree with you, they're bozos.
1: Yeah, you're a bozo because we we see on social media that all these places all these retail stores are closing down because of coronavirus because nobody's going outside outside and buying shit, right? And the same stores that you're looting, you're going to shut them down too. And now when you need a job come come in a couple months, where are you going to go? Because all the stores that are closed down or looted. Like fuck what are we talking about you you want to go loot the place so they got to close down that store as well? And then there's even more stores that you can't get a job at? Because all these yeah. young kids, like, you know, like if you're a grown adult, you're not really looting. No, I, 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 like I
2: mean, yeah. I'll be the first to say I'm on the opposite side of the fence. I, I think there needs to be
1: more destruction almost. Like I'm very, because the, the way That's I see it way is. way to fight with our money. Like black people spend how much money, like, Killer Mike had that statistic, yeah, that like a, like a over a billion dollars. Like, like that's not the way to fight with our dollar. Is to go and route the freaking place. That's not really hurting. Like, you know, there's insurance and shit for that. You know, or you're gonna have to clean up your city.
3: Yeah, I'm curious, though, Matt, you tell know, tell me more about your your angle on that. I'm really curious about what what you're about to say there. Because from from what I'm seeing, what they're not showing is most most of
2: these protests start peaceful, almost. All of them start off peaceful, and then there's an instigation between an officer and someone that looks like a ringleader. Or it's usually they pick. I mean, the one that stands prevalent in my mind is I remember seeing um, a peaceful protest. A bunch of, I think it was a, it was a bunch of white people kneeling, and then um, there was one black man uh, who was very articulate behind them, um, yelling po- like point after point after point. That was poignant, and you could tell these these officers were feeling it. And so, uh, five of them broke from the ranks, separated as nicely as possible. Tried to b- broke that line of white uh, white kids, and then very roughly dragged that that individual uh, behind an officer line. So we don't know what happened to him. We don't know what he did. He was he was completely compliant. Um, he did nothing wrong. And so at that point, one you lost you lost your leader. You lost your voice of reason because usually those are the ones that are keeping the peace. Yeah. So how? So how do you expect people to react? I mean, a dude kneeled uh, during an NFL game and the whole world lost its shit. So, yeah. I mean, if you want, if you don't accept us peacefully, you're going to have to take us violently. You know what I mean? And I think yeah. the, the main point that I like to, uh, I think it was, uh, I forget who, who I'd heard it from, but this is not, this is a war. And we have to treat it as such. This is not something um, we have to, we have to change. We have to abolish what's already there first. And you're not going to do that um, by fighting by the same rules. I think people are finally trying to catch, starting to catch on that um, if if we keep fighting by their rules, we're going to keep losing the same fight.
3: Um,
2: and in terms of, of the looting, I'm not pro looting or anything. Um, and we could see a lot of like the arson is done by like undercover officers. Yeah. Uh, that's coming to light, and names are coming forward, but. Um, those same, those same companies, they're insured, they're insured. You know what I mean? Like they're, they're being covered for all the damages, any property loss. like they're going to get their money back. It's not a problem. Um, and in terms of jobs, I mean, they're going to rebuild, like people are going to have to buy product at some point. Um, even if, even if they don't rebuild, that's a space, a black store owner can open. Um, and, uh, I I think, I think there's going to be no. Unless money is lost, nobody's ever going to make that change, and so that's that. That's my stance on the the looting and the property destruction and all that. Um, and in terms of how the the media the media showcasing everything, um, it's completely disgusting. Like I, like I hate when they show. I mean, my the biggest thing that infuriates me is when they show an officer crying. Like it just boils my blood yeah if you if you were really for the cause yeah don't i hate when they show an officer crying saying yeah what my compatriots did is disgusting this that the other you have every right to take off your uniform right then and there like if you took off your uniform and then switch sides i understand but this is a war so in that in, in sense that like when you see an officer crying you're more sympathetic to their cause you're more sympa- sympathetic to the uniform um so that's that. that's my take on how the whole uh, like protest is taking place um, and why I don't feel guilty at all when I see like destruction of property or things like that because there there was instances where we tried peacefully like in every form in every single form
0: no I think well one I don't think black people are living beside the Gucci store like I don't think they're burning <laughs> their neighborhoods I think they're going to the city center and fucking shit up so
3: yeah
0: eh, how do I care everything is insured I think that's my thing is human lives are being lost and you can't revive dead people. Thus you can rebuild stores and everything is insured. They're not losing anything. People yeah. aren't even working there. It's COVID. So my thing is like go nuts. Uh, <laughs> okay, I can't. Jesus wouldn't like that. But the idea that
2: <laughs> Jesus flipped tables. <laughs> he did.
0: He did. Religious anger is is real. You real. religious anger. Like I have examples. You can Google that shit. Um but like, how can you, how, they don't have a conscience. They're mm-hmm. seeing people cry and they do not care. I think that's, that's still my point. They don't give a fuck about you. How are they mad that Target is going? Like, in Minneapolis, they're talking about the damn Target. Who the fuck cares about Target? People are mm-hmm. dying, fam. And instead yeah. of arresting, like, it was Twitter, it was jokes. Like, instead of arresting the four officers, which yeah, they eventually did to protect them because it's easier to guard them in a fucking in a cell. holding cell that yeah. they are in versus their home that they have to surround and spend man hours on. We'll talk about it. But it's cheaper as well. It's far, it much cheap. cheaper. Yeah.
3: Did You see how many guys were outside that dude's house. That's a lot of money.
0: Where's those crying cops now, bro? Leak some names Where the fuck. You got that database. You know who those fucking people are. Yeah. You don't know your colleagues. You can't find out who your colleagues are. Get the fuck out of here, bro. Stuff your sorries in a sack. Shout out to Seinfeld. Yeah. <laughs> so, um, <laughs> oh, sorry. I shouldn't joke around. Um, it's but okay. the idea that their man- their anger has boiled over to the point where they're destroying things. For a human being, like, I'm trying to think about, like, how angry do I have to be to, during a pandemic, get up off my ass, go down somewhere, and start breaking shit? Like, mm-hmm. I have to be like, this is pent-up aggression over years and years and years. And who's to say these people are not traumatized when they constantly have to change how they want to live their lives to the fact that... Like, if they explain their day-to-day life to a stranger, it could seem, like, completely abnormal. But they have just inherited those traits just to survive. As Q was talking about putting his wallet in the cup holder. Like, if you were to explain it to someone, they'd be like, that's fucking ridiculous. Yeah. And I want you to recognize how ridiculous that is. You're complaining about people burning shit? And, okay, and I guess, like, my final thing with this is change hasn't come peacefully. 'Cause people with power don't wanna give it up. This is just logical to me. Look at anything in the past, people had to die for shit to fucking change. That's it's simply that. People we're just not used to wars. No, facts. Like we, we are in this like lollipop fucking world because we're not like trying to fight for our survival in the day to day. But niggas 100 years ago were fighting for their lives. My parents are fighting for their lives. Like, it's just not that far removed from me to understand that people are out there trying to kill me. And if I don't kill them, I'm going to die. And this is what black people are facing on the streets. Father, people sworn to protect them. The irony. So I would say, like yo, you need specific laws for people that are being hurt. In the same way, if you have to amend. Like, for gay people to get married. Like, it was civil union before. Like, laws need to be put into place for that to be called marriage. People are not equal by the law, under the law currently right now. So what they need to do, they need to fucking add, amend the amendments if they need to. They need to fucking fix all that shit up. So at least, specifically, like, you know how the states crack versus cocaine, right? And how they just had harsher sentences for the drugs that, like, minorities were using. That's a specific law put in place to target people. You can do the opposite. You can put laws in place specifically to protect people because they are not protected under the laws right now. You, so, and make the punishments as, housed, they, as they did crack, they made the sentences so much longer do the same because people are not being held accountable. Heads need to roll or go to prison because this is, you're killing people. That's not okay and demilitarize the police there's no reason they have like fucking tanks and shit what? it makes
3: no sense Who the why fuck do they is paying that? for that and that's the one thing i'd give europe credit for i don't know how many countries are like that but like in britain uh, england for instance the cops don't carry guns yeah and they have way less uh violence well, rates really? of violence listen beat my ass with a baton if i do the wrong thing but like you're not going to take my life because i sneezed like you know what i, I, I mean my like, cell
0: phone or was it my house
3: or I was just chilling telling you, or I was telling you purposely, I was pr- properly communicating to you that I have a firearm and a license for this firearm because it's our second amendment in America to carry a gun if we lawfully choose. And, but it's not my, like, it's not my right now because you decided that I shouldn't be allowed to to live with those rules. I think it's just, it's just insane. The amount of like, like that, that one post, obviously, I think we've all seen a lot of the same posts, but where it's like, where you can't run, where you can't do this. It's like the things that these people have been. Like the. And that, that goes back to my thing about like not giving you a reason. Like the reasons that these people have been killed. This man was. Um, I don't know what the word is, uh, audio asphyxiated, asphyxiated. He he, He had a guy's knee on his neck. On his neck. For nine minutes. Because a clerk thought, wasn't proven, he thought that he was trying to either pay with fake money. That's another thing. We don't even know the story as to why the cops were called properly. We don't know whether it's a forged check, a fake $10 bill. Like, we don't know. But whatever the story is should not have ended with that person's life being taken. Except to- all of a sudden now we have people on the internet being like, well, that's what you get when you use fake tense. Oh, well, whatever. Listen, to that like he should have complied. Like it's we have to live our lives being like, I don't want to be the person that they someone takes my life. And then I gave someone a reason to feel like it was okay. Like that's what like that's how I think about shit right now.
0: And they're capable in that same state to bring in people for harsher offenses alive. My thing is, like, they're not even getting... These are executions. They're not even getting trials. Like, who are you to decide that they live or die? And Mm -hmm. then to... George Zimmerman is still alive and he shot a 12-year-old boy and he's a citizen. Not even a fucking officer. He's no reason. He's a fucking security. He was a security cop fucking. This is, like... I, I don't know. I don't know what else you can kill people. Like, no, you okay, can't say that. But, like, I really do feel it. When you get the angry and you're just like, I'd rather you just take off the chessboard. I'd rather you appease, they're just gone now. Because so, this is like, and there's like zero repercussions. Like, do you understand how many leaders the black community had in the States as well? Because I feel like I was listening, um, I think it was Hassan Minhaj, and he was talking about um, like leadership. People are pointing and saying, like, oh, there's not enough black leadership. It's because you killed everyone. Like, I don't understand. Like, why is this okay? It's so revisionist. This, like, they kill all <laughs> the people. They just keep on killing people. And then yeah. you're just like, and then you kneel, and you're peaceful, and then they take your job away. So I'm just like, where do you win? They're literally killing you, and then when you're peaceful, they just stop and destroy your life or try it's, to. Yeah. Colin is doing okay. But then what? Yes, you loot. Do whatever. Do something else. They took away your guns. You can't kill... Like, yo, man. I wouldn't even be that mad if people were dying. I'm not going to lie to you. What else you... We're not that civilized, apparently. I thought we were. I thought we were better than this. I thought, like, we'd left this in the past, but clearly not. Yeah. If we still need to throw stones at people, hit each other with sticks, the proverbial... Obviously, weapons have gotten a little bit more sophisticated, but if you still need to punch someone because you can't communicate, because you're just overtaken with anger, then it is what it is. Because... I don't see any other solution because they've tried everything else. And they just killed them because they were on arms. They were like, aha, this is easier. How do you kill a guy that doesn't fucking hurt anyone? And then, like, laugh at his kids on Twitter. Like, did you guys see those tweets about Malcolm Luther King Jr.'s children?
3: No. No, Like, tweeting
0: out and people, like, they're commenting. They're, like, mansplaining Martin Luther King to, like, their children, to to his children. Wow. MLK wouldn't have done this. You would have like I was like homie G. You killed him. You killed him. Assassinated. What did the man do? Yeah. <laughs> He's marching for people's rights. Come <laughs> on, oh, man. Like, yeah. Oh man, wake me up. This is a bad dream. Uh, there's a couple. Of, so
3: I I I, I want to end on positivity. So I there's a part there's a question that Matt had that I still would like to answer, but there's just two things I remembered again. One of the things that I, I don't know if this bothered you guys as much as it bothered me. But the way that the cop, so to sorry, to Michelle's point earlier, I thought about, I don't think I talked about it, but the thought of trying to stop the police officer from killing this man instead of recording it for nine minutes. Um, I was talking to my brother about this and I was like, I kept replaying that situation in my head. And I'm like, I, I definitely hate to say it, but like the thought that like, if I jump in to save this man's life, that might be my life kind of terrifies me into feeling like i would be in fear as well right. um but at the same time my brother was kind of like yeah but you're gonna just watch them kill a guy like kind of how you said it. it's like i'm like shit like why did no one like sure little Tao Tao, whatever that guy's name is like his little name is i don't like being racist like his name is something like Tao Tao. i don't know how to say it properly um but the asian cop that was standing there that was like talking to people about like calming down and staying away like If I push him out of the way and then just even for a second, I'm able to give George Floyd a second of air and blood back to his brain, whether, like, sure, that might be three bullets in me, but that would have saved his life. You know what I mean? And it's just like, maybe it's not three bullets. Maybe they tackle me, but because I caused a a mix up, they then get off his neck. Like, you know what I mean? Like, it's just like little things like that, where I'm like, I'm playing the situation. Like if I'm a bystander and I'm seeing this happen, like, how do I, how would I have approached it? And I I think we've all had the same thought. It's like, why did no one even try to push this cop off him? Why did none of the other cops? And that's why we keep having this argument now that sure. I'm sure. Like if you're, if you're, if you have a, a fan member, that's a cop, whatever, if you want to be a cop, I'm sure you're not all terrible people, but you're doing terrible things and you're allowing terrible things to happen. And so to see these people sit here and watch that happen and to know that I could have, if I was there, I could have thought, hey, I'm going to sacrifice my life to save this person, but I shouldn't have to do that. I shouldn't have to worry about, oh, am I going to get killed trying to save this person? You know what I mean? It's, it's just nuts. Um, And then the other thing I was going to say is, I don't know why, but the way that man had his hand in his pocket, as he knelt on this person's neck to me, I can never get that image out of my head. I can never forget how casually he was about what he was doing. Mm -hmm. And sure, you know what? Maybe he didn't realize that what he was doing would have ended that person's life. Maybe. Maybe. And that's why he was just chilling. But the fact that you could even think that you need to do that while this man is not moving. He is not struggling. He's not pushing you off him. He is just simply saying, I can't breathe, please. I can't breathe. Everything hurts. I can't breathe. And you're sitting there looking up at a bunch of people filming you with your fucking hand in your pocket as if you're just strolling down the street. As if you're just chilling at home, I will never, ever for the rest of my life be able to not see that hand in that pocket point blank period. Because that to me just signified that that was just a day in the life for him. That was just a regular occurrence for him. Nothing on his face showed any sort of distress. The way his body, his posture, everything that man should be. I wish it was a freaking murder capital, whatever the death penalty state, because that man should be done in my opinion that man should get death not life in prison not anything death because the way he so casually decided he wanted to do whatever the shit he was doing that is insane to me um i don't know if you guys have anything you want to say on that but in terms of positivity or leaving on a lighter note i know it's been two hours um but Fuck it. if
0: you're not with us tune out
3: no no i, I know of course i I'm just saying i'm just saying i don't i we could talk for three
0: i don't i don't give a shit i'll listen to we're it we're going like Joe rogan month. today bro I've 17 time. times yo. three uh, hour yeah. podcasts only
3: but i guess <laughs> like one, deal deal one, of deal in. <laughs> one of the questions matt asked was um, the idea of uh, what we want to see come from this or what we think will come from this um, and i think that's always important to talk about I think, unfortunately, I still have the fear that nothing will come from this, nothing will change. Um, However, I think I touched on it briefly before, but I think there is an importance in realizing that those, that our peers, um, again, it may not be as many as we need, but a good chunk of our peers, of non-Black people Mm -hmm. our age, who will be raising the next generation, seem to, know what's right and wrong and that won't change anything because what we have to keep um, communicating to everybody is that it's not enough to not be racist what we're fighting for is not necessarily for you not well it is for you not to be racist but that's not where it stops the point is and we've said it multiple times throughout this podcast and i've seen it across social media but the point really is here that certain things are set up in a way that people of color and especially black people are meant to continue to lose. Um, so I do see positivity in the fact that we're the more, I I hope that the more people that we start to get on our side of this whole argument, um, we'll raise future lawmakers, we'll raise future people in power, uh, future leaders, um, Black, white, or other. I I don't want it to matter what their skin color is. I want them to raise proper future people who can hopefully, um, maybe it's not our kids, maybe it's not our grandkids, maybe we're not even here to see it, but hopefully from now till, as, till the day that they put us six feet, we only see progression towards this, but that we're able to see not only a change to the system, but a change visible change on how people are treated as we get older so that we don't have to hear stories about two black kids and a group of people being singled out at the age of six to be shown that they're indifferent for someone at five to be reprimanded first even though because i didn't speak up first i didn't get the treatment of it and who even knows if i spoke up first i might still have gotten in trouble first but just like those things to not hear those stories I think is super important. And um, on a positive note, I really think that at least what I feel I'm seeing right now, as long as we can keep hammering home that not being racist is not enough, um, that I believe we could start moving towards a more positive outlook. Maybe not now, but in the future.
0: So That's all I gotta say. What I wanted to bring up, well, we didn't talk about Regis. um, And since that's like a little bit closer to home, Mm-hmm. we don't have to talk long i know it's like we've gone over two hours now so I mean,
3: there's, but also like to, to the long podcasting there's a we haven't talked to each other in what two three weeks now yeah that's true like yeah. it's been a while like sure like listen to this episode like four episodes i don't care <laughs> <laughs> um there's a lot of things going on there's a lot of things to talk about yeah. so go ahead
0: um no just like how like sometimes canada could be relaxed in terms of we're not as bad as other countries around the world like i would argue like i couldn't actually imagine myself living in another country unless it was back home outside of canada because i'm like it's just better like it's racist everywhere but like it's like better here there's more racist so it's harder to single me out specifically (laughs) um but so obviously the 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 investigation hasn't finished um as of today um, I believe I was reading on CBC that they are going to be interviewing the family next week. Um, but like, how does, how does that make you feel that it's like one, it's one thing I think looking at it through the lens of, oh, that's what the States are dealing with. But then another lens where you're like, oh no, like it's like, uh, okay, maybe not for us, but for others, it could be like, that could happen here too. Like we know what could happen here too, but. I guess, like, speak on the fact that just like when it's close to home, how does that make you feel, or that does make you feel any different?
2: Um, it's scary, but like, I don't like saying it, but anytime I see it at home, it's almost like a like a "hi, I told you so" moment. You know what I mean? Because there's a lot of people here who don't believe that it exists. It's a great point. And I mean, yeah, like, it, and it, like, I don't want to have those feelings, but but I almost have to like wear it like an armor. Um. Regis aside, even like a few years ago, I remember the um, the situation where a black man was shot in the TTC, like a, like another case of like dealing with people who are mentally ill.
0: Uh-huh.
2: Um, and to those people who say like nothing happens and like, oh, I live in Europe. Um, that uh, that grad- black graduate from, a, I forget what Ivy League school, but he went to Greece and for no reason, but a girl was flirting with him. Um, was beat to death by nine individuals, um, which was a big story. And out of those nine individuals, three got off scot-free and not a single person was charged for murder, um, just assault. Most of them got out within the year. Um, it 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 happens everywhere. It happens to all of us. Um, and in terms of that case, I mean, it's... I, I really feel like that wouldn't have even come to the forefront because if if not everything else was going on, like, it could have been just another... Uh, the only reason it, it's such a big deal was because what had happened was the family was outside and they heard her crying for help. And so it was because that they went to social media and all of this was already going on, that their voices were actually heard. Who knows if it would have come forward and it would have been as big of a deal if uh-huh. there was not already the anger in the community. Uh-huh. So that's how I feel in that
1: situation.
3: Yeah. Uh, Jalen, you want to go? You
1: have anything to say about that no i think- I think you guys have just made great points like I don't, that's
3: I don't I really have do. <laughs> I don't
1: really have much to continue to to contribute at this point um yeah, like I just said, I just feel like there's just a lot of toxic energy going around and it's just perpetuating everything. that's why I feel like shit is just as bad here as it is in uh in the states, yeah, you
3: yeah. know. They refuse to
2: reveal the security footage, though, just testify to the whole situation, which I really feel that should always be just public record. Right. Um, you shouldn't really, I mean, there's the idea that if you, you show footage, it, it it changes public opinion on the matter. Um,
3: and if it ha- changes public opinion on the matter, that's that's because it should be changed. Like, exactly. What, <laughs> like, yeah, if you, if you show me a video of uh, not to like whatever, if you show me a video of her jumping off the ledge, jumping off the balcony. It proves your innocence. Then it would be like, oh, okay, yeah, you're right, um, that she jumped. But then if you're just showing me a video of you guys tussling and all of a sudden she filed a thing, of course it's going to change my opinion because it yeah. should change my opinion. Exactly. Um, I definitely, like, I, I I think you guys both had good points. I don't really have anything to argue or rebuttal or add to those. Um, I just say that I'm personally still waiting for that full story. I hope we get the full story. Obviously, with these things, we get what they want to tell us sometimes. Um, however, uh, I'm really curious as to really what went on. Um, I wasn't there so I can never really trust whoever, like I'll, I take everything with a grain of salt if I didn't see it with my own eyes, but, um, it seems fishy, man. Everything yeah. about it seems fishy. So until they can show me that fish or whatever, then I'm, I'm going to look at it as such. Like it, this is, it's too convenient um, mm-hmm. for them to all of a sudden be talking about how she had suicidal thoughts or to suicide, and, and you guys needed that many people to run up like it's crazy. Oh, geez.
0: yeah, um, I was, I think it's an interesting situation because, like, if you don't trust the people doing the investigation, like the system is at fault, right? Like, so I'm, I personally don't know, is it the SIU, ISU, uh, I think it's yeah. the SIU. SIU so it's just like I don't know what their work like what is what seeds have like grown from their work in the past Mm -hmm. I know they're the ones doing the investigation so on that I don't know but I was a part of the march on Saturday and I just want to talk about my experience it's my first protest um the energy was like electric there were so many people that came which is like so comforting to know that even during a pandemic people like got your back and the idea that it was just so peaceful. Like it wasn't like it doesn't have to be a riot. Like you you are allowed to show we are like, at least for me, why I went was just like we're watching. Like you better get this one right and you better like come with the facts, you know like dilly dally or whatever. You know what I mean? Like I wanna know beyond a shadow of a doubt, as best as you can serve it, what happened at that situation and why the family need felt the need to A call the cops in the first place, B how we handle mental health situations right and see mm-hmm. if you're at fault like why can't people like obviously you wouldn't want to admit you that you're wrong because you don't want the fucking jail sentence but like come on bro like if you're doing something wrong and you took an oath to say that you would do it right like okay you obviously everyone would fight it and say not guilty and go through the process but mm-hmm. if you're at fault man why do you need two weeks to try and like backtrack in the moment you we ever the eight people know what happened the people that were on mm-hmm. the balcony you know what happened yeah so
3: and I even think like, sorry. Uh, so to your protest point, I, I, pr- I know you messaged the group. Um, Transparency obviously is that you told us you were headed out there. Um, I still probably like, I think we can't forget that there's a global pandemic going on. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, I, I, that's not to say that I would have gone had there not been a pandemic. I think in future, if there's something similar and it's not a pandemic, I would definitely be out there um, with you. I'm supporting us and supporting everybody.
0: I don't wish that as well, by the way. Like, yeah. I hope you never no, no. have to protest no, no. again. No,
3: no, no, no. I agree. I agree. Yeah. But like I said, I don't think this problem is going to be fixed anytime soon. Yeah. I hope that we're not protesting um, Police about, about someone's death. Yeah. I have no problems with a peaceful protest to continue to let, our, let ourselves be heard and gather. Um, and uh, what's the word that I'm thinking of? Killer Mike says it all the time, but I can't remember the word that I'm thinking of right now. But just, you know, I, like if we are coming together as a people, as a community, um, and just think together and like, whatever, if we have a protest or a walk or just anything, you know, maybe not death or anything around that. But definitely during the pandemic, I just want to make sure like, hey, listen, if you people are going out there and doing these things, try your best to also remember that there are pandemics going on. The amount of videos that I'm seeing with people's masks, pulled beneath their chin um, and clearly not being six feet away from each other with what's going on in that with COVID it's kind of crazy where I'm like these numbers in two weeks might shoot up insanely and there goes the whole year you know what I mean like so let's just try and make sure we're doing our best um, to like stay safe and and I think, Marcel, like, you you don't live with anybody right now, so you're good to go. I definitely don't want to bring anything back into my home, you know what I mean? So, But yeah, I mean, it's good to protest, it's good to go out there, it's good to join the people, and I, I'd love to experience that energy. Um, even as a photographer, I, I would love to go out there and photog- uh, photograph um, the scenes of what's going on, not necessarily for clout, but or because I see that a lot. Like, a lot of people are just posting cool-ass photos just that to- That was sickening, man. Photo.
0: Like people just coming up and it's like, yo, can I take a picture of your sign? I'm like, yeah, just live in the moment. And like, and you don't know who these people are. You don't yeah. know what your agendas are, like, or like, I'm, and see, I'm I'm not, no, ways. I
3: think there's, there's many different and yeah. And I think you can feel a way. I think, uh, my personal feelings about, I mean, I'm a photographer, so I kind of have to speak for photographers on this one. Um, is that I, I'm more so hate to ask people if I could take your picture but the reverse is also kind of nerve wracking. If I am just taking people's pictures and then someone is like, Hey, don't take my fucking picture. I not. you know what I mean? Uh-huh. Um, I think it's difficult. There is a part that has to be journaled. Something has to be journaled. Well, and yeah. so I think as long as you're tastefully doing it, um, you're good. I would never stop someone from like, if you were walking, I would walk with you. I would talk with you. I would take photos around. I'd, I'd, continue to move with the crowd. I think I've definitely heard some horror stories um, on social media and stuff of just like people like getting in faces, just taking pictures wo- willy-nilly, posting photos even willy-nilly without getting permission or blocking people's faces. And it's like, you don't know, you know, what these people are doing. So it's not necessarily like you want to just put people's faces all over the place, but...
0: Or the software that's available, of uh, yeah. identifying people. Like if, Yeah, exactly. Why are you... Yeah. Like, uh, I don't know. It's hard for me to believe, but they
3: don't know. I definitely like to, I, like I'm saying, as someone who takes pictures and loves photography, I'd love to be able to have some of those as just moments in time. Um, but I, I don't even know if I'd post them. Like I would just want mm-hmm. to have them edit them and like be able to show people like, Hey, this is kind of what happened. And I went down and did that. Um, but it's hard to do that safely. and And like you said, like without kind of being, it's hard to know who's doing it for the right and wrong reasons. That's it. Nothing else to say on that. Just yeah. be safe. Just be safe out there,
0: people. Yeah. Just be, it's, it's, it's sad. Like, yeah, I, I I was like, whatever you feel like you can do, it's not a shame on like, to what extent you can donate $5. You can donate a thousand dollars. It's just the yeah. fact that you're like pushing the boulder forward. Like it's just yeah. like to for, for the betterment of people. Yeah. Um, So we can move into final thoughts, like, and then we can just like wrap this up because, or we can go into the positive thing, Q, if you had something in mind.
3: No, I I was just saying that the positive, it would be like the outlook of like where you think this is going. If you have a positive view of where it's going, I don't
0: know. Oh, I I don't have a positive view. Yeah, it's fine.
3: I just, it doesn't need to end in a positive note. I don't think everything needs to be positive. I definitely think that Matt and I um, are like kind of the two guys that like try to figure out the positive in some situation uh, and tend to be those kind of guys uh i have hope i have hope uh that i still i still have hope i guess is the word that i'm looking for i still have hope that this can be a better world um i still have hope that this can be a better place for people of color um and i think that's one of the strongest things about our people in general is like how do i still have hope <laughs>
0: like, yeah. like, you gotta hold on to something man
3: like it's crazy it's nuts but uh yeah i don't have much more much else to say around it at this point uh but i'm watching i'm watching you all and and also actually that's one thing i was gonna say um sorry not i realized it's like i don't care like i there's a lot of posts going around that's like if you don't say anything then basically you're a racist (laughs) like it feels like that um the same way I can't tell people how to show their anger. I can't tell you how to show your support. Um, i'm not I'm not gonna condemn anybody for not sharing a post. I'm not gonna condemn anyone for not uh, cause that's the thing, right I, I i I'd be mad if you aren't doing anything at all to better the situations that we're all in. Um, I'd be very upset if I found out that you. Didn't read anything, haven't been paying attention. Um, I'm still seeing some. I might have to follow, unfollow a couple of people on Instagram, uh, who feel the need to post other things, uh, selfies, pictures, curated images during this time um, that aren't necessarily big followed accounts that would necessarily need to. Not that anyone needs to post anything, however, um, I definitely think that. What hurts the most is seeing those people that, in my opinion, aren't doing enough. Uh, But you don't have to post on social media. That's all I want to say is you don't have to post on social media. You don't have to put something up because, like I said before, we can see through the bullshit. I see through the bullshit. You don't have to do anything to save face so you don't fall into the bubble of quiet people, Um, but you have to do something. I can't tell you what that something is, but you have to do something. So do something. That's
2: it. (laughs) Um, I don't know. For me, I would say like, there's no excuse for not being educated on the issue. Whether, whether you, you don't want to show your support online for whatever reason, um, doesn't excuse you from the fact that you should know what's going on and understand why the, the reaction is as fierce as it is. Um, my final points on in terms of, um, what I hope for in the situation is um, I hope people have a clear indication. I hope everyone has a clear indication in their mind what they want at the end of this, what, what sort of re- resolution they, they hope for. Like for me, like, uh, like Jalen had his point about them getting rid of uh, those last few amendments to me, like, I hope the deunionization of police officers, um, if you are to serve the people, there should be no no union to protect you when you're already in the wrong um, for criminal cases uh, to go under. I don't know if you guys know about the Justice of the Peace. Um, in Canada, basically, there's there are individuals cho- chosen to be judges um, who are just picked, like, they're they're all civilians. Like, anybody could apply, Macelle could apply. And so it's a group of people. Some are bakers, some are single mothers, some are just based on life experience, you're, you're able to become a judge. Um, I believe officers should not be... Brought forth through the regular judicial system, but should go through a council of of people who are who have been hurt um, and who understand um, literally right from wrong, and not just protecting. You know, well, I'm a lawyer and he's an officer, so I got to protect his badge. Or like, uh, and kind of demolish that that brotherhood that they all have. Um, and so, those are my hopes. I hope that people have kind of have that same. Like I understand I understand rioting, but riot with a purpose.
3: Yeah. Or yeah.
2: or like fight with a purpose in your head.
3: Make sure there's a uh, purpose. I agree exactly. with you. Exactly.
2: Because especially like if, if a news reporter or if someone picks you out and says, Why are you here today? Um, you need to have something more than I'm angry. Um, just to articulate your point. Yeah. And uh, but those are those are just my closing statements. Throw it to you, uh, Jalen or myself?
1: Um so yeah, I don't like I said, I don't have that much more to expand on. I, I feel like you guys covered it amazing well. Um I'd say just stay safe. Just if you are gonna be out there. And I don't mean stay safe because of like the virus, I mean stay safe because it looks like um Like, I don't want to use the word toxic, but that's the first word that kind of comes to mind at the moment. It's just people are very angry. I don't know if the looting is going to come to Toronto if it hasn't already been here. So that's why I'd say just be safe. Try to be safe. Like, it looks like these cops are wilding, you know? (laughs) So, yeah, that's I just hope everybody's doing well. I hope everybody stays safe and uh thank you for listening if you've gone this far still
3: yeah. Yeah. yeah for real thank you for sticking with us
0: whoever makes it to this point it, uh forest hills drive reminds me at the end of that album where j cole's giving all those shout outs i was like oh if you're still here with you. <laughs> um yeah my uh, like for me i'm just like it's okay to sit in the dark like it's okay to at least for the moment like hope is necessary but it's okay to just be angry like you don't have to write, but you can literally just sit in this and be like, and feel it like feel sad, feel angry, feel disappointed, feel frightened. Like, I don't think we should be scared of our emotions, but, and, but then shielding ourselves from them is also like wrong as well. Sometimes you just need to sit in it. That's where I feel like I'm at personally. Um, something my dad said. So my father, he fought for the independence of, uh, Eritrea. he was, kind of given to Ethiopia for a while. It was his own country, and so they fought for independence, and that was achieved about 27, 20, 28, 29 years ago. I think referendum was 27 years ago. I think it was to independence 29 years ago now. And one thing that he told me when I was younger was, I was like, how do you go to war with a country that's like so much more bigger than you? And he was like, the mentality of the people was, I'd rather die than to continue to live like this. Like, that's the, like, rigidity. That's, like, how steadfast they were in their cause. And sometimes I feel like because of life, there's so many, you're dragged in so many different directions, whether it be, like, finances, family, uh, your livelihood, people that you love in your life, people that you hate in your life. There's so many other things, like, just dragging you in different directions. But, like, for some things, I think you just need to be steadfast. It's like, I am not accepting nothing less than my freedom. And sometimes you need to put your life on the line because um, it's not fair. It's not fair to just, in this day and age where I feel like we've, we've come so far, like technological-wise, I feel like we've, like, I, society today, I don't think we've ever been more free to think, like, women have a rights they've never had for, like, since the beginning of time. Like, it's crazy to think that, like, as a population, we're probably the most educated, like, formally educated we've ever been. these same problems still persist and you're just like what more do we need how do you fix this it's clearly not we need more brains we need more heart we we i think we've exceeded in all things except for areas that are like like this like how are we fucking going to the moon and can't treat people like with fucking respect so my thing is just like yo sometimes yo you have to be willing to die it's kind of bleak it's just not what you wanted at all but yeah. like yeah, sometimes like you gotta be steadfast in what you want apply that to anything I'm just gonna apply for me I'm applying it to this but apply, like if you want it plant your feet in the ground and go for it and don't stop until you get it cause yeah, why no. accept second when first is available
3: ain't nothing wrong with that bro uh-huh.
2: alright I think has everyone spoken their piece I think
3: so I mm-hmm. think
2: so
1: yeah all right well, on that note thanks for listening guys we appreciate yeah, I it We appreciate you three for sharing your
3: stories sometimes i know that's difficult as well mm-hmm. appreciate everybody on this pod man i think um i think we definitely we've had our, our moments in this podcast we're trying to figure out exactly where we stand and where to go and what to do and what to talk about um but I'm very proud and very happy of all four of us. Um, And I'm really glad that I even have guys like you uh, three around me to even have these conversations with uh, and be able to sit here for two and a half hours and talk about it. And, and also on top of that, the three of us or four of us, sorry, being able to kind of just be honest and, and put ourselves out there. It's, it's a lot. And so I really, I love all you guys. I appreciate you all. And I'm very happy that, um, I've been able to call you three guys my brothers and my co-hosts. I really appreciate that. Thank you. Yeah, definitely. Appreciation felt. Yeah, man. Alright. Until next, until next record recording podcast. I don't <laughs> know. Until next time we decide to turn on the mics.
0: Stay safe. Stay I safe. I love you. Yeah,
3: man. Yeah. Peace. Later, guys. See you guys. Peace. See you.